0: Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On The Rock's radio show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight! On the Rocks goes to the Oscars with Green Book up for best film. Actor Mike Hatton is here with Mary Poppins Returns animator and unofficial movie critic Andreas Wessel Fairhorn, such a fancy name, I feel like it's royalty in here, uh, with my guest co-host, writer, director, producer, Stan Zimmerman is back. Of course, we know his work from The Golden Girls, Gilmore Girls, and Diary of Anne Frank. And me, your favorite host with the deepest voice. So raise a glass and let the drinks begin. (laughs)
1: Most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks
0: with Alexander, coming at your live, where I drink with your favorite celebrities as we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and well that's about it. So pop a cork, lean back, and raise a glass to On the Rocks. Fasten your seat,
2: It's going to be
0: a bumpy night. It's going to be a bumpy night. I hope Hollywood does not uh, (laughs) banish me after tonight's episode, because we're going to talk everything. We're going to talk about your guys' career, but we're also going to talk about the Oscars and what is happening this season. Uh, Buttons and bows and pantyhose, this is On the Rocks, the place where we're too glam to give a damn. Sometimes I think I should eat healthier, but then I think about uh, the Bible. Adam and Eve ate an apple, and look what happened. They ate an apple. I
1: know. If they had
0: a burger, it wouldn't have happened. Come on. That's that's like my diet it's the bible oh says it I'm just doing what the Bible says. Uh, thank you to our sober listeners for tuning in. We love you. Thank you for holding our hair back and driving us home. Drunk texting its literally the only sport that I excel at, which is a true story. It's <laughs> sad, but true. Hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, United Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Stitcher TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Of course, we are on Facebook Live, on Trending Now in San Diego, True FM in Ohio. Hello, Ohio. And nationally on Bear World Magazine. Rock. Check out my movie news, my movie reviews, and my select- Celebrity interviews on Bay World Magazine with now videos. You can check out video. This week I talked about Emma Thompson dropped out of her last animated film um, because they hired, what's his face? Yeah. 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 Who was fired from Pixar for uh, alleged sexual whatever. Alleged? Yeah. Yeah. Alleged. Emma Thompson ain't having it. (laughs) Good for you, girl. Stick up. Also, Jason Momoa is going to be in the Dune reboot okay. with Josh Brolin. And, and everybody else in town. Yeah, Josh Sorry. Brolin is doing it and Javier Bardem is in it. I hope Jason Timothy takes... Chalamet. Yeah, Yeah. I hope he takes acting lessons before because oh. they will eat him alive. How is he going to be on that set? He can't just oh, be like, yeah. oh, I'm sexy in the sand. You've got to do Barbara something. Will work with him. Ugh, yeah. Somebody's got to. <laughs> Literally, Aquaman is him doing this. It's like... Uh, uh, uh. It's like, okay, what about the plot? Mm, We don't need it. Uh, I am so happy to announce that through our new media partnership with Hear Media, a.k.a. Hear TV, On the Rocks is now coming to Amazon Prime and Facebook Watch and the Hear TV app for free, uh, launching ASAP. Like, this Friday, Uh, our episodes will be on Facebook Watch and the next week on Amazon Prime. Uh, Look for us soon everywhere. So excited to be working with them. Hear TV is the exclusive platform for LGBT filmmakers, artists, and performers to showcase award-winning films, and series. So well, women.
1: Women. 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 Women.
0: It's so winning, it's winning. I'm this away from you. Elemental P. <laughs> women. Uh, On the Rocks where we don't really say real words Uh, and series in the original uncensored form and of course shows like mine Uh, this is huge for us go on the rocks very excited Uh, big shout out to our sponsor Vista Grande Resort an oasis in the oasis of Palm Springs 29 rooms over an acre of land with rooms ranging from 250 square feet to the luxurious full apartment that I stay in when I visit it has two pools a lagoon a waterfall and a steam room is it clothing optional it is clothing optional (laughs) it actually
3: is clothing optional wait is that the one, that's not the one near the bridge right? one of them the bridge, bridge? <laughs> My captain has spent some time in Palm Springs does <laughs> your yeah. wife know you know the where the bridge is the one, the one is? near the bridge you know <laughs> yeah. the one that I drive <laughs> under by. only yeah. drive.
4: yes yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Billy Goat's yeah. gruff I know yeah. how you paid your toll <laughs> <laughs> uh, got Green Book on my own merit yeah right <laughs> 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 oh no, you know what they say
3: who you know and yeah. who
0: you know? yeah. oh no, oh, oh I'm I gonna steal that you better my house is very close by uh, Cisco says hello, hello, Cisco. Um, okay, uh, but also uh, this, this resort serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and all on this amazing resort. Um, they even give you a sandwich at midnight if you come back from the clubs hungry and drunk. They give you a sandwich. Oh, I, I love it. Uh, they've been uh, do serving. Does my wife optional? work there? Uh, huh? No, yeah. she okay. no, she does not. <laughs> I've seen the staff. So you don't do the, <laughs> dressed and undressed. You don't do the clothing optional thing. I don't you know, because I don't need, you know, I'm a celebrity. I'm like on, see, I'm on yeah. Amazon Prime, Stan.
2: Exactly. Cover it
0: up. Yeah. No, I literally go to the pool. Cause you know, I'm always in a suit. Yes. I have a suit suit? that they made for me with shorts. Oh, it's so cute. (laughs) It's cute, but it's like annoying. Anyway, but that's how I go to the pool. Uh, Yeah, so visit vistagranderesort.com to book your stay. Great for extended stay, a staycation, or just a one-night getaway. Uh, Also, our sponsor, BearWorth. Do you know your BearWorth? BearWorth clothing is a reminder if you're struggling, whether in self-esteem, self-image, health relationships, or life, you are good enough and you are strong enough. Using apparel as a tool to lift your spirits and build confidence, they have tons of fun clothing accessories, backpacks, even pillows and towels for men of every shape and size. Take them to Vista Grande Resort. Uh, Bearwith.com. All right, we're getting through this because we have a big show tonight. Our website has been updated. It's brand new. It looks gorgeous. You can watch and listen to everything On the Rocks at com. You can also watch our video on Facebook, the now trending app, and of course, coming soon to Amazon Prime. My mom, Mama Rose, is in the chat room on UBNGO.com and Facebook. Ask her your question, she'll answer it. And if it's a burning question, I'll ask it on air. Please keep her busy. She's next to the vodka, and I don't need her stalking people on Christian Mingle again. <laughs> True story, by the way. I'm like, oh God, I have a Christian stepdad. No, she needs to. Would you want her to? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. So a lot of parents. From a hundred texts to fifty texts, yeah, probably, yeah. if she had a hobby, like a man or a woman. I don't care at this point. Look at you. Some women, when they get older, they turn to other Why women.
2: Not? Okay. <clears throat> okay. I, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello to our engineer, Kurt. Kurt, we missed you last week. You were in Arizona. Yeah, well, I was in Tucson for like seven days, right? Yeah. That's too league. long to be in Tucson.
3: It's it's a long
4: time. in Tucson,
0: Tucson, Tucsonians, Tucsonians. I don't know. Tucsonites, Tucsonites. (laughs) (laughs) Stan, you're the writer. What's the way to write that? If you you were to write, no, you don't. (laughs) We don't write about Tucson. (laughs) 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 Yes, even travel guides don't write about that. Even the Green Book didn't write about Tucson. Nope, nope, they didn't stop in Tucson.
4: (laughs) I mean,
3: beautiful like land. The sunsets were gorgeous, but that's about (laughs) it. What were you doing there? Uh, Family. That's the consolation prize. Yeah, yeah. Tucson's great. Beautiful sunsets. Yeah, exactly. when the sun goes down and you and you go to bed, you don't yeah. have to live
0: it anymore. Uh, Kurt, you're so punny. Uh, you know, we all love your puns. All right. You even you sent one from Tucson, by the way. Yeah, I did. I it sent was actually to really funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know. His delivery, not so much. Tony's fired.
3: You know, I I, I can only give him the the. The pun. I can't tell them how to do it. But. The, d-
0: the award winning delivery that you I have, know. where's your Oscar nomination? Right. Okay, give us your pun today.
3: Um, we all just want to belong, but some of us are just short.
0: Uh, that one's uh, really uh, bad. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, Andreas, don't bad. feel like you have to feed into this. Yeah. And Mike, we know that you have. You have a stand-up comedy background, don't feel like you have to courtesy laugh. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Kurt, you're so funny! You're you're welcome. Oh, white, straight people in entertainment, we love them. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like us on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air. If you're still using Facebook, which I know you are, go to On The Rocks Radio Show, send me an email, book me for a wedding, funeral, quinceanera, bris, I don't care, I will show up. Info at ontherocksradioshow.com. Okay, let me reintroduce my co-host for tonight. Setting the record for the most appearances on On the Rocks. He's been coming on the show for 134 years. Um, (laughs) Stan Zimmerman worked in casting before moving to LA where he's been part of one of the longest running comedy writing teams, Zimmerman and Berg. Uh, Along with James Berg, he's worked on many television series including uh, season one of The Golden Girls, Fame, Roseanne, Wanda at Large, and the highly successful fifth season of Gilmore Girls. Besides uh, writing and producing television pilots, they rewrote the Emmy and Peabody award-winning Annie for ABC. Kathy Bates, Kristen Chenoweth, Alan Cumming.
1: Audra McDonald. And Rob Marshall. That was his first directing gig. He was only a choreographer before that, so that's our little connection. There. Yeah, and Rob Marshall, like Mary
0: Poppins oh, Returns. Uh, they've also written for film, including the Brady Munch movies. Uh, they created Skirt Chasers, a web series on telefilms.com. Uh, included uh, Elizabeth Keener, Barry Bostwick, who we've had on the show. Love Barry Bostwick. And Meredith Baxter. Sure, yes, I know. Yeah. What um, a group. Also, Sex and Execs okay. uh, stars Sandra Bernhard, Olivia de Abo, Parviz China, Mindy Sterling, and garnered Mindy Sterling an Emmy. An Emmy nomination, Free your I direction for I that? I know. How do you like that? Yeah, The first one. When are you gonna put me in something so I can get an Emmy nomination? Well,
1: you refused to audition for me. So oh, that's so, oh <laughs> okay. I asked. Here we yeah. go. The audition? Story. What's here, here, that?
0: Here. I'm on Amazon Prime. He's say that me. I'm gonna wherever I go, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Del Taco and be like, it's Taco Tuesday. Do I get they free tacos? I'm am no. on Amazon Prime. <laughs> the <top. laughs> uh, they're currently working on Silver Fox as a gay man's Golden Girls. They had an epic oh. reading of their pilot sitcom with George Takei, Leslie Jordan, Bruce uh Sherry O'Terry, and Melissa Peterman. Last year, Stan's benefit reading of Right Before I Go in York included Ellen Burstyn, Judith Light, Michael Servers, Alice Ripley, Vanessa Williams, small name among many, many cast members. Uh, his relationship with the Dory Theater in Los Angeles, theater in LA, yes, it does exist, uh, has seen a myriad of great plays starring some of your favorite celebrities, from Melissa Peterman to Tony Award winner uh, Marissa uh, Winoker, Desperate Housewives, Andrea Bowen, and is currently seeing the encore uh, presentation performance of his controversial production, uh, The Diary of Anne Frank, with an all Latinx cast. As heatedly talked about yes, on many uh, uh, news outlets, I including got a CNN.
1: Trouble. CNN, but they were nice about it. But Breitbart and Drudge and Geraldo Rivera was screaming about me on Fox and Friends one Sunday. A little oh, then theater can production. can it only be good? Well, we sold out, so that was the good part. Well, Geraldo's um, mad because of
0: his career. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he went looks. into the vault,
3: and there was nothing there. Yes. <laughs>
0: do you remember that? Well, you never used to be forget. a news reporter. Yeah. hashtag can you imagine? Never forget.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: I can't even <laughs> imagine what that. Do you guys know what we're talking of about? We yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought something was going to be in there. It vault. There was nothing it was there. It was live TV and then nothing. That was yeah, there was very, a huge build-up. Yes. And you're coming to the show on Sunday. Or Sunday I'm coming night. to the finale. I'm coming yes. right before the Oscars. I know. That's very bold of you, but thank you for coming. <laughs>
0: Of course, right. I wouldn't miss it. Uh, of course, we had the cast of the of Van Frank, did, the first yes. time it came around. Such a great cast of so many uh, different uh, nationalities of the Latin community. You yes. know, we think the Latin community here in Southern California, we think Mexican, Mexican, yeah. Mexican. It's everything under the sun. You are
1: all different accents? Yes. So just so you know, I had heard that there were safe houses actually in Los Angeles hiding Latin families from ICE. And that made me think of Anne Frank, so I decided to cast everybody in the attic with Latinx actors. Mm -hmm. And that's when the right-wing media, and a lot of Jews, got very mad at me for doing it. But you didn't
0: change one word from the
1: production. You're not selling it as like, now we're in Mexico and all this. it's It's word for word of the Natalie Portman version that she did on Broadway in 1997. Wow. So then when people come to see it, they get their own connections. And the beautiful thing is lately, we've had a lot of school groups contact me and buy out entire shows. And I'm seeing kids from all over the inner city that have never seen a play before and this is their huh. first play that they see Great. and they're seeing their peers up there in leading roles. Yeah. and that It's been so gratifying. I can't even explain it to you.
0: Well, the story you shared yeah, uh, yeah. the first time you were on is the girl playing Anne Frank didn't even know who Anne yes, Frank was. The, Does that terrify wow. the crap out of you? At the, at the you?
1: audition I said to her, well, what grade did you read the book or the play? And she goes, I didn't know who it was. I saw the breakdown. And she said, Mom, I think they made a mistake. They want Latin actors for this? And <laughs> it's like, yep, they do. Uh, so that made me really mad and realized that this had to be more than just a play, but it had to be an educational piece of uh, mm-hmm. tool. That's and crazy. Crazy. They don't, they don't have to read it in most schools. So what? When did that I, uh, happen? So I would love to figure out some way, and if there's any educators out there. We, we want to take it to different schools and figure out some. I'm sure there's grants it, uh, out there. Uh, By the way, you want to fill them out for me? That's a whole. <laughs> that's a full-time <whole> <laughs> job. I can barely write my notes down. <laughs> you are did you kidding? A beautiful job with these. I'm very impressed.
0: <laughs> Do you know how many pages of notes we have? And then we get to like a paragraph. And nothing, that's the nature yeah, of the show. Yeah. Yes, uh, I'm uh, very impressed with that. But congratulations! I'm Thank so you. glad that you're back. I know that you guys have been sold out, sold out. You've had a number of celebrities come see it. George
1: Takei, he loved it. Uh, mm-hmm. Melissa Peterman, who's, yeah, who love a Melissa. every time? Yes. Uh, Maria, Maria Cachida okay. So how do you like that? Uh, she's, yes. she's, we've had her on the
0: show. She's, yes. she's a little crazy. She's trying to get back on the show because of her new film. Yes. So,
3: Her and The Running Man. Oh, my God. Right? Running Man went back. Like, yeah, 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 Moscow and the oh, Hudson. I mean, yeah. Yeah. that's And I I she got involved. So, so hot. Yeah. I mean,
1: just like... That's when I first knew her, and I told her, ever since that movie, I was always pitching Marie Conchita Alonzo types because she... Oh, she's you, great. You've really not seen that the whole package together. And she's really...
0: When she came into the show, she like took over the whole show. It's like, you go, girl. You tell us your stories. Because then she had a fight with Sean Penn about politics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that went viral. We had
1: Corey Feldman come.
0: uh, Oh, he did? He He owes me 20 bucks.
1: So you introduced me...
0: (laughs) You think that's a joke? <laughs> no, I don't. No, 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 I, I
1: don't. I that. said it. I love Corey. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when I was on your show, and Keith Coogan was on it, that's yeah. how I met him. and he, I put Keith's him in, great, too. I love yeah, Keith. Yeah, I put him in uh, the Keith play, is great, yeah. so thank you for that. And Corey and Keith are good friends. And so, this is why this relationship yeah, works. Yeah, I mean, he brings me amazing people for right. the show. And, and you give me amazing people to be in my play, so it's uh, it's let's keep this going. Well,
0: and you have readings in your house. You guys, yeah. his house, it's going to be written about in some movie sometime or a scene because... He does readings in his living room with actors that you're like, you had who in your living room <laughs> that get together to read? Who, who I had
1: Barbara Bain and Marla Gibbs reading wow. a play based on my mother and my longtime housekeeper. And I'm like, if my Wait, little... mother,
3: your mother, but those are different people, right? Your mother and your hey, housekeeper. just <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <'Cause laughs> to make sure. Don't ask my mom, <laughs> yeah, she'll tell you the,
0: the up, long, sad story. My, my mother, mom calls yeah. herself yeah. Roma. Yeah. So no, Barbara, okay.
1: <laughs> Barbara Bain played my, my mother type, and then... Uh, Marla Gibbs was my housekeeper, Virginia, and I just couldn't believe because I grew up with Marla Gibbs, just adoring the Jeffersons and everything, two two seven. And there we were sitting in my living room. i like, I had to. I keep pinching myself that I get these people. But uh, also talk about who's afraid of Virginia Woolf reading in your living room. Uh, Ileana Douglas and wow. Christina Ricci was Honey. Holy cow! Uh, yeah. and I you, really, man. really want to do that. I, I know how I want to stage it. Um, so that's, but it's a that's a bear of a show. I mean. It, you know, like three and a half hours or something. Yeah, but so gonna, it's I'm, such an amazing, amazing show. If you got we'll
3: Jack A from 227 to do that, there you go. can you oh,
1: imagine?
2: What the <laughs> <stuff>? <laughs> yeah.
1: I would love to. Party. That. I would love <laughs> yeah. to yeah. work with
2: her. Yeah.
3: <laughs> she get her on the show. You'd be like,
2: oh. yeah. I think we actually asked her to, to be on the really? show. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I love Jack A. You need to have Kim Whitley. Do you know Kim and yeah. Sherry Shepard? So, our yeah, friends of course. with them. So oh, do it, do yeah. it, girl. Bring, bring them on. Do it, girl.
0: There you go. Did you work with Caroline Rae?
1: No, but I do know her.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, uh her friend Alex Ponovic, who's done the show a number of times, yeah. is, is bringing her on, too. Oh, cool. Anyway. She's fantastic. We haven't yeah, caught yeah. up in so long. like I We know, haven't had any time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, welcome what back mean, to the show, Stan yeah, Zimmerman. Thank you. Uh, as a writer, what has been some of the most in, uh, compelling writing, and we can all uh, give an opinion, this Oscar season? I'm not talking directing. I'm not talking about acting. I'm talking just based on the script. Uh, writing?
1: I am a big fan of uh, Black Landsmen. that just blew me away. Uh, and Green Book, I have to say, those are my yeah, top, top two uh, that I loved. I, uh, eighth Grade, which won the Writers Guild Award, uh, which was, everyone was kind of surprised by that, because yeah. that's a little film. Yep. But they were really smart because they sent a link to watch. And we're all against the favorite because that was the only movie we did not get the the little D V D or like Oh really? So screw that. They don't deserve our That's good to know. It's like odd, like why would you not send it to guild members? It doesn't make sense. Um, I got it. You did well. Can I borrow it? Would you go? Yeah, to but you're on your the card, <laughs> <it>? academy too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're in the academy. I'm just in the writer's um, <laughs> skill. <laughs> so I love because I love weird little movies like yeah. I love like things like Welcome to the Dollhouse and odd movies. Loved like Welcome God. to oh. the yeah, Dollhouse. Yeah, so that reminded me of that. I, I was at the WJ Awards the other night, and I
4: got yeah. I got
3: a chance to meet both of them. I, I hadn't met both of them previously. And uh, what is her name again? Elsie? Elsie? What is the the girl's name from the movie from uh, uh, eighth grade? that. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah. She's. First of all, the movie's amazing. I mm-hmm. but I will say it is n- not an opinion. I'm just saying, I was surprised. I was really surprised that it, was that everyone, one. Yeah, I
1: think everyone was kind because of surprised.
3: when I watch it and I and keep in mind, I've I've never read the screenplay, so I can't I can't tell you what what the script had in it. But there's moments in it where there's no dialogue mm-hmm. and it's just her thumbing through social media, Chichi. Instagram, yeah. <laughs> I, crazy. So I I was just I did not see that one coming. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it would be. Somebody else. So that's going to ruin a lot
1: Roman. of Oscar pools, I think, because people are going to look at that and go, well, maybe the writers, but that doesn't always correlate.
0: Well, and sometimes when there's two people that cancel each other out, people yes, go to third, true. like uh, Bernie Sanders announced that he's going for president <laughs> again. <laughs> really? <laughs> anyway. Do we need that?
2: Why is why Because like the, like, like <laughs> the <two> people <laughs> can cancel <laughs> each <laughs> other out, <laughs> and then and the nobody left. wins,
0: <laughs> and then we end up... In yeah. <laughs> Somebody gets, well, Marissa anyway. Marissa Tomei, yeah, there you yeah. go. Marissa Tomei oh, for president. is she
1: go. ready? Yes. Yeah. I'd I'm probably vote to, for her, yeah, by I the way. Show, yeah.
0: Just to hear, sure. her, like, oh my God, yeah. I'm president.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I wanted to prepare for today, because I know we're going to end the show by talking about the Oscars and what's been going on. Um, I saw all the best films in two days, Wow. And I really recommend doing that. In it the was exhausting or at home? in theater because I wanted be, to experience oh the way that it was. The only one I watched at home was Black Klansman okay. um, because just timing and all that. I have never done that before. Each season I've watched them as they come out and whatever. And then the season comes, you feed into the hype that the media gives you. All the rumors, like the Brian Singer, whatever, that should not shadow this, the, the, the film itself. I really recommend seeing the films back to back, side by side, because you really see the differences so vividly, and uh, it's it's fresh. And I'm going to do this every every Oscar season, I think, because this experience, rather than do, do I remember how good that was or that person's
1: acting, it's it's right. But there. seeing it so late, you do. How can you avoid the hype? Whereas if you see it early on you don't have to buy into that because you don't know that much about it. So, True,
0: so that's good. So maybe re- revisit all the films. Oh, oh, Stan, how much have you had to drink? Well, there's so much it's, water in it's here. A <laughs> <laughs> it's a dribble. That's a cup.
1: Uh, just part it okay. like, like like your people did years like ago. my people, <laughs> yeah. okay. What did you think of Glenn Close?
0: Uh, Glenn Close, but no cigar? Yes. <laughs>
4: no, her acting...
0: Really? Well, no, 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 no. Her, her acting is phenomenal. She's wonderful. Film... Uh, and she, yeah. do not put her in another Broadway musical. I will, I will, I will literally come <laughs> over there. I will take the boulevard away from her. She cannot sing. She sounds like a frog. Um, but acting, her acting has changed in the last, I would say, decade. What I never mean? used to be a fan of hers. She's become oh more God, like, subtle, more uh, refined.
1: The World According to Garb. Do you remember her in that? Mm-hmm. Oh, she was great
0: in that. She was yeah. really great. She wants to bring back Fatal Attraction, by the way. She wants to reboot it from the women's point, point of view.
2: <sighs>
3: oh, oh! did you roll your eyes back, Catten? He
0: didn't like that. Boiled bunnies.
3: I mean, it was a great movie in the first place. Like, why do we need to revisit it? That's that's. You the, have that's to reboot everything.
0: Everything God. is yeah. being reboot. Re- now. We rebooted
3: that. Like, who yeah. saw that one coming? Like, really? <laughs> I do have some good news on the reboot. Uh, okay. Big
0: Trouble in Little China uh, was going to be a reboot. Okay. Now they've announced they're going to make it a sequel, not a reboot.
3: Okay, I I'm, hope o- I'm okay with that because I did love Big Trouble, not not a remake, but a, but a sequel. Yeah, I just hope Kim, Kim Cattrall hasn't pissed off this cast as well. <laughs> and what's his face? Uh, and what's his face is still alive. The uh, Kurt the, the, Russell. Uh, yeah. No, no, no the, old, the, old, <laughs> the the old Asian guy who's been in like, yes, so many movies and I can't remember his name. This he's is amazing. the key he, for Hollywood. If you're young name? in Hollywood, like I, I forget his name, and he's in every film. He has the most credits of I think any Asian yeah. actor. I, I, Probably I, almost any actor. He's like the no, Morgan Freeman of the Asian. He's every. I actually think it might even be. Anyone, he's has yeah. I think he has the most credits of anyone, or something like that. Some crazy statistic.
0: Him, just like Leslie Nielsen, just like Peter Graves. If you're young in Hollywood, look super old now so that you never <laughs> age, right? Like that's the key. That really is the key. Uh, anyway, let me formally introduce our panel for tonight. I'm so excited. This is how you celebrate the Oscars uh, with uh, with people that are in the know, especially this season. Mike Hatton, born and raised in Indiana, attended Indiana State oh, University. Hold on <laughs> that is you. Uh, and while that, he works. worked as a cameraman with the CBS affiliate, to p- where did I go, Kurt? Here I am. Uh, to put himself through school as a videographer, he won several Associated Press awards. Covered everything from the firing of legendary and uh, NCAA coach Bobby Knight to the execution of uh, Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, like true. that's just crazy.
3: Ooh. Yeah. That's. that's I, I shot. I shot for Wolf Blitzer, actually. Really? Yeah, seriously. What's he like? Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I rode around in a car with him for a little bit. Yeah. Did you like go go drinking with him? No. I think he'd be good to like have no. a beer with. I was I was intimidated. I did go out and drink that night because I was a college student when I yeah. got that story. But yeah.
0: So you drank and you were the camera <laughs> guy. It was like it's yeah. like is there an quick? No, I. Have I mean maybe
3: a little hungover. No, but I didn't get hungover at that age because I was in college. Oh god, I miss those days. I oh, miss those right? days. You didn't get
1: hungover because you were young. Well, because yeah, i I, in, never I, used to I get remember my first hangover. Never. I want
3: to say it was around the time of my thirtieth birthday. But I've just derailed my bio. (laughs)
1: So
3: so go on and keep talking more about
2: me.
0: um, After graduating, he was offered a job to help launch the CBS affiliate in Palm Springs as a cameraman. While in California, he started to commute all the way to Los Angeles to train at the second city in Los Angeles. Classmates included uh, Matt Offerman and Bill Hader. Uh, Within a few months of being in Palm Springs, he was moved to on-camera work as a reporter for CBS uh, 2's Eye on the Desert, which is still
3: around, by the way. Still around.
0: Great show. He reported on events such as the Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival, Coachella Palm Springs
3: like International. <laughs> yeah. What? No, the vodka's getting yeah. Yeah. Coachella. It's
0: Coachella. I call it Coachella because mm, uh, there's no telly. Yeah, there's no telly about Coachella. Don't be jelly. We're going to Coachella. Oh God, we could do whole things. Yeah, I know. Oh my God, uh, and also the Palm Springs International <laughs> Film Festival, which, in a circle of life, uh, years ago was reporting on the red carpet, uh, and this last year was on the red carpet. Uh, I love stories like that, especially Palm Springs, because you know I have I have a You're little ties, yeah. yeah. Uh, he has interviewed countless people in the entertainment industry. Some interviews went well. Some did not go well. We actually have footage of one that oh, did wow, not go wow, well. Wow. <laughs> He's also produced dozens of TV commercials and infomercials. Kurt, can, can we play? I, I just have to. You
3: love this. Please tell oh, me. You I, thought it was hysterical oh, as I, I did when I because put it in the I air.
0: do like you know because I'm I, my funny approach. Sometimes people just do not want it. No man. Let's uh, let's catch a little bit of this past interview from. Mike Hatton, Mr.
3: Luke Perry. Every night we sent our special correspondent Mike <laughs> Hatton to interview one of his biggest idols. Let's check in with Mike and his special guest. Mike. I'm at UCR. Paul and Love guys. the sideburns. Nuts and bolts Thank you. Kicks off. It's a series discussion on the entertainment industry. The first speaker, Luke Perry. That's right. I'm the Luke Perry. The man who inspired me to groom my brows. The man <laughs> who told me to grow out sideburns through the airwaves. A man who I'm Like this is your, your personality. You, and he's going to answer them. You know why? Because he's moved from 90210 to 92260, and I'm gonna find him. <laughs>
2: Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, where <all> right are <laughs> you? Look you at him, way. he's so I'm scared of you. next to
3: uh, a legend. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious, I, I, love, I love 90210, and I love so, some of the other stuff you've done, eight seconds of classic, but uh, you're here tonight to talk about okay. He looks so scared industry. of you, by, by the way. <laughs>
0: Number one, he looks like he
3: works like at Home Depot. <laughs> to the best of my knowledge uh, I'm, I'm here because uh, <laughs> no, what, he what are we here to talk about, to
4: talk about? <laughs> a playwright who I've worked with before and, uh, is a good friend and but you don't give up which i love you do not give, give up you can't you know
3: you're trying to get the story and, uh, how we address the material, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, address the material and different things like that things like um, that you've done a lot of different always stuff like quentin yeah well that's what he did in the yeah. show too he's now
0: his eyes are open looking for his paycheck
1: I like Bradley Cooper's performance. Oh, yeah. F that, really that performance. Oh. Stuff just sort of Is Sam it. Elliott impersonation performance you, know, you mean? No, yeah. it was yeah. Jeff
0: Bridgert. He was so you've got some oh, recent yeah. projects that you work on. Can you tell us about any of them? And Luke Perry uh, hasn't made up his mind whether
3: he's going to answer you seriously or not. Beautiful. I tried, man. Um, I really tried. And I, I really wanted to meet him. I, 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 really to meet him. I, I was a fan of 90210, no, not Brilliant. a huge well, fan. I think he still has hair as far as I know. And he's promoting a show that we didn't
0: even see. Oh, look at the reaction
2: didn't go that well.
0: Oh, <laughs>
2: Gino LeVaugh, he's still on the air, KMIR. Uh, the
0: but I love that you interview. stay with your shtick. He seemed a little off.
3: Yeah, he wasn't yeah. really very warm to me. <laughs> oh, mean, wow. Probably because, you know, I mean, he's had some troubles. He had some trouble road. the road. Uh, you know, the drugs, uh, near-fatal car accident in Malibu almost took him off the side of the road. And then you the remember Brenda that episode? Them. I mean, I remember when they used to hang out at the Peach Pit and, you know, with Brendan and the guys. and my. That stuff's not real. Okay. That's, <laughs>
0: that's but I love that you had a storyline, um, and we're going to talk about this because I go through this as well when you're reporting other people. But you want to be you want to be a character in what's happening too. Yeah. Um, after several years of producing camera work, <laughs> acting on on, on air television spots, uh, Mike off, uh, was offered the role of a lifetime to be the on air man on the street reporter for Jimmy Kimmel's Show. Early Remember year. that. He sold his place, moved his family from Palm Springs to Los Angeles. You remember that. No, you don't. Uh, the writer's strike hit, and there Sorry. went his Kimmel gig. Sorry. I hate, I hate oh, stories I like hate that in entertainment. Oh, yeah. How crazy it's, is that? It was, yeah, it was, I bet that was uncomfortable at the dinner table. It took me ten years to come yeah. back. Uh, since he had already started making inroads in the feature film world, he put his production know-how uh, to use and raised money to shoot and star in Shoot the Hero with Danny Trejo, one of my favorite, uh, and I'm Jason Mewes. Uh, who's, uh, they're starting to film uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, they're, they're they're in
3: production, like, I think they started yesterday. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I yeah. I'm begging Kevin, like, please! Yeah, yeah. Talk about the little film that could. Uh, from that, his film production company Ton of Hats was created and has become a full service production company doing corporate gigs and unscripted projects uh, for Paramount, Warner Brothers, and more. Uh, had a starring role in the film he wrote, Live Nude Girls, which is a Lampoon-esque homage to the 80s Which is comedy. also on
3: Amazon Prime.
0: Oh, uh, see? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Starring opposite uh, Dave Foley Who I love Dave Foley I love him from Kids on the Hall by the way Oh my god he's a genius This film surpassed expectation Went on to top the New York Times movie post list for three weeks Stayed on the list 12 weeks Alongside major films such as Guardians of the Galaxy uh, His follow up film Great Vivi- title
3: right? Live New Girls, very searchable
0: Yeah, Well that's true
3: <laughs> If you're at a oh, home yes. computer love or your phone or
1: not at work yeah, yeah. That's right, I was just like
3: what? You're like, okay, Kurt all right, change name of the podcast live Long demographic guys. guys, sorry <laughs>
1: I thought it was Live New okay. Girls Uh, That
3: could be the zombie version. (laughs) Live, nude girls. Live, Uh, (laughs) Live, nude girls. His
0: follow-up, Vigilante Diaries, was the first micro-budget film sold to HBO in over a decade. A film paired Hatton with producer Nick Vallelonga. Yeah. Which, which, this is how the whole Green Book thing started, yes and no, because it wasn't just like, oh, I'm in the film, because that didn't happen. We're going to talk about that. And the two produced a pilot for NBC titled Unorganized Crime, starring Oscar nominee Chaz Palminteri. Chaz Uh, Palminteri. And of course, yeah, yes. yes. Kurt, I can barely h- hear myself or, or anybody. What's happening? I hear you, I'm right. such a narcissist. I think the cord came loose or something. Uh, we know Green Book uh, stars Oscar nominee Viggo Mortensen and Oscar winner uh, Mahershala Ali is the true story of Don Shirley, an African-American classical pianist as he tours through the South during segregation. I actually watched uh, footage of the real Don Shirley playing. That was amazing. Uh, Hatton was cast as George Dyer, who, uh, is the bass player, playing his own bass, by the way, uh, of the Don Shirley Trio, which allows him to show off his playing skills in addition to his acting. Director Peter, uh, Fairley was so impressed with Hatton, saying, uh, Hatton was excellent and also very funny. There we go. I almost heard it.
3: I know. To have P- to have Peter Fairley say that I'm funny was like, I- I'm like, okay, I can die now. I mean, seriously.
0: Well... I mean, and he's getting so much accolades the whole film. Uh, Hatton is sort of the comic relief besides being a great actor and a nice bass player. I love he says great <laughs> actor a nice, and nice bass and a player. Nice bass player. <laughs> he's good enough. Yeah, he's, he's okay. <laughs> he's good enough. <laughs> uh, currently, Hatton is producing a film called Triumph, starring Breaking Bad's uh, RJ. How do you pronounce his last name? Mitty. Mitty, where a portion of the proceeds uh, will benefit the United Cerebral Palsy Foundation. Yeah. Uh, show business is in his family blood, he's married to his very supportive wife, who is a reporter for CBS KCAL in Los Angeles. Did you get to go on there, like,
3: it, was it weird, like, so, guessing on the show? <laughs> so so the, morning, uh, the morning after the Golden Globes, I mean, and you can imagine, I, mm-hmm. I embraced the Golden Globes. Like, I did what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed party. to drink and party. Network, and sleep with everybody? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, my, oh by you're by not? Myself. No. Okay. On the couch, because I was too drunk to sleep yeah. in my bed. Oh. Um, So, uh, no, I didn't. But the next morning I got a call from the wife, and she's like, hey, are you, or how are you feeling? And I, I, of course, immediately was like, I'm fine. I was, I was hungover. And uh, she says, they want you on the air. Uh, tonight, can you can you be yeah. in at you know five o'clock <laughs> for the news to be on CBS UK? Cal. So of course I said yeah, I said yeah. yes, and then I did what I normally do because I have three kids. So I got my shit together and then you know got on the air and it was great. The segment went very well. <sighs> but the pressure was on
1: yes yeah. <laughs> I, you've, you've been there oh I've definitely
0: been there yeah, yeah. like I'm like puking into a bowl yeah. and they're like hey you want to yeah. sing a show Tim yeah. sure <laughs> anything goes uh, Atten uh, who also has a twin brother uh, what's his phone number I'd love to give him a call
3: wake <laughs> wake uh, he's also has- the bear of the two of us too. oh is way. he yeah he's he's got me Rock. he's got me by a few pounds and he's uh, got the beard and yeah never mind. I don't need his number <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> you know, he said he
3: was gonna try and listen. Yes. But then he
0: tried. There is no trying and on the rocks. No, I I Amazon Prime. <laughs> uh, Hatton also has three children: a son and twin girls. When do you sleep?
3: The twin thing. Rarely. Thing yeah. That. Uh, that's cr- it runs in the genes, really? I guess. Is it man. True? Yeah. Is that what? I will look at you it and be pregnant. It definitely does. Yeah. Like okay. it's oh. just you know it's like. Wow. <laughs> wow that, that felt good.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well,
4: <laughs> it's been a while for standards. Yeah, there's, there's cobwebs there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just kidding. Allegedly. All alleged. Uh, 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 Mike's twins have an acting resume as well, having played Michael Sheehan's infant son on Showtime's Master of Sex. Uh, Please welcome to the show. Making his debut is Mike Hatton.
3: Thank you for having me. I'm very excited.
0: Also joining us, Andreas Wessel Fairhorn III. I feel like I need to say the third <laughs> after that. That's a great name. Yes, yeah. it is such a great name. Is it real? Uh,
4: thank you. Well, yes, it is real. Okay. Very real.
0: If, you put, if you put it into Facebook, there's no others. It's not like, which one is he? That is a good Yes. One, yes. Uh, this talented strudel from Germany studied graphic design, <laughs> received his bachelor degree in illustration and design in Münster, uh, and has served as a cultural representative to Germany at Epcot Center at Walt Ooh. Disney World. Florida. You can see his current work in theaters as an animator uh, for Mary Poppins Returns. Of course, we love that animated scene. Such a throwback to the original. Uh, And his career has created uh, the environment and the characters for some of your favorite uh, animated personalities, including Curious George, Tom and Jerry, The Smurfs, Kung Fu Panda, Yogi Bear, Little Mermaid, Tinkerbell, Tarzan, Looney Tunes, Piglet, Hercules, Kala and Tarzan, Cusco Lama in Emperor's New Groove, Space Jam, Balto, and the list goes on and on. And this is not counting his own personal art. Um, he literally goes to see every single film and every single secret screening. I get jealous every time I check his Facebook. Uh, his opinions on films are very enlightening, and though we don't always agree, I love his view on cinema. Uh, when you can give a view that you don't agree with with such facts and other references, it excites me totally. He is a member of the Academy, and though we can't talk about who he voted for, he can certainly share his opinions on this year's award season. Please welcome our panel for tonight!
4: thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
0: So I think we can agree that this year's Oscars was full of many firsts and should be last uh, for many, many things. <laughs> this year's Best Picture category is such a grab bag of so many things, which I think is good. Yeah. Before it was like, oh, all the World War II boring documentaries, let's nominate them. or, or It was all kind of the same feel. I have no idea what the hell to think about this year's sure. nomination category, which is good in some ways. Some of the films I don't think should. You mean who's going to win
1: or just... No, no, who's even city? nominated? Uh, yeah. We
0: have everything from a superhero film yeah. to uh, a black and white film in Spanish that has periods of time where there's nothing going bad. on, yeah. nothing to the un, unintelligent eye, I have to say, where people are like, what was happening? Yeah. A lot was happening. Um, to a great film like Green Book, uh, that told a story without CGI, without a whole cast of A-listers, telling a story, which is what this whole film industry started for in the in the beginning. But as creators of uh, creators, part of two films that have been so much part of this award season, what is your feeling on something that you guys have worked on a while ago and now? It's been talked about for, for months and months and months. you are seeing the billboards all over town. Of course, for Mary Poppins Returns and, and for Greenberg. Burke. Burke. Greenberg. Bur- <laughs> it's a bird of you. I'm, I'm from Australia. Look at me. <laughs> um, what's it like as a creator to be part of something that is so talked about that definitely is now part of, of, well, not only Oscar history, but film history, especially Mary Poppins Returns. It took her a while to return, by the way. Sure.
4: Fifty-four years. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy to me. Yeah, it it feels great. It feels great. I mean, uh, I'm glad that people really seem to enjoy it. The first screening I went to, way before it came out, um, people gave it a standing ovation, which mm. was great. And you know, there's so many depressing movies out. It's yeah. it's it's a feel good movie, and I you know to me, and I was really excited because. There are lots of movies I worked on where I'm not that happy. Um,
1: like? <laughs> <Not
4: yet. laughs> this one, you know, just, it feels like a Walt Disney movie to me. Yes. And, and, and it has the spirit. how
1: did the original affect you? As a child, did you watch it?
4: Yeah, well, you know, at, at that time, there right. were no videos or anything, right. so you had to wait till it was actually re-released. So I missed the last one, and I, I think I was about 16 or so until mm. I saw it.
1: It was the first movie I think I saw like five times in a row. I was mm. I just so I love the imagination of it and going into the, the chalk thing. It just I, I have to go back and I go back and, and go it holds
4: back. up great. Yeah, I watched yeah. it the other day it, it and it totally it's, does. It's still mm. such oh, a, it's a classic. classic.
0: Well, I remember my mom uh, collected all the records growing up when she was a girl and we still have the family record player. So I grew up I listening record, to the Mary yeah, Poppins. Yeah. I remember the cover. I remember yeah. everything. And there would be two skips in the record that I would always remember. <laughs> one was uh, when they were laughing on the ceiling. It's like, one laughs too fast. <laughs> one laughs too fast. <laughs> and that was Dick Van Dyke. Of course, Dick Van Dyke in this film, he almost steals the whole film, he by does. the way, with, with, his, with, totally his, with his end. Uh, but I grew up on these voices and it was such a representation of what Disney uh, uh, is. And, and, it must and have been was. so
1: daunting knowing that it's such a classic. How do you, you know, create something as classic as that? Or do you stay away from that? I think or? that
4: was all up to Rob Marshall mm-hmm. who insisted that the animation be done traditionally. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, hand-drawn.
2: Mm-hmm. You
4: know, and and I think... If it were up to Disney, they would have done it in CGI. Um, But he insisted that it... it To have the same feel as the original. Same feel, and nowadays you hardly have a room full of people who sit there and flip paper. Um, Because it's
0: not cost effective now.
4: Well, so they say. Okay. I have a totally... It's a different thing because um, there was a very finite pool of people who could do that stuff, and still is. Uh, where CGI, every school, every, you know, every university has an animation course now. You don't even have to be able to draw anymore to animate. It's basically puppetry. Yeah. You
0: know? While you're talking, Kurt, can you play some of the footage from Mary Poppins Returns, the the animation sequence? Hit it. Uh, and take con- that off, please.
4: Continue. <laughs> and and these days, you know, the computer helps us too. Um, these days, you can animate it whatever size you want. We used to have to do it how it appears in the scene. Now you can do it whatever size is comfortable. And they comp it right in. It's much, much easier.
0: What, what I loved is that we saw the penguins from the original. We saw them just the way that they looked um, in, in the sequel. That, that was so. Well, they,
4: they gave it a new twist. I mean, there was a very young character designer from England, James Woods, who did the new character designs. Mm. And I think he kind of got the essence of the old design, but gave it a sharp new twist and I really love and he kind of caught these very English archetypes in the background characters yes.
0: Uh. Uh. What happened when you when you first got the call from Mary Poppins? It's like, hey, we have uh, Mary Poppins the sequel, and everyone's like, wait, what? Mm. I remember when I first heard like the trade news come, I was like, what? They're doing what? <laughs> like it didn't even make sense to me because how really? do you? I
1: always thought it should happen. Really? Yeah, especially when it went to Broadway. It was like, all right, now let's see another version. Yeah, I, version I thought like there. in the 90s or so I, I, I could they have seen Emma Thompson do it, it. Yeah. and
4: then she did her own version. Right. Um, Saving Mrs. Banks, which was...
0: Uh, no, no, uh, M- M- Nanny M- McPhee. Manny McPhee. Oh, oh, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Basically
4: Mary Poppins. Um, but I think with Emily Blunt, they found the perfect person to do it.
0: But when you get that call, that's a movie with some heft. It's not like, hey, we have a new cartoon, like like Hercules, yeah. which I know Hercules is responsible for you moving to uh, L.A. It was, yes. It's not like it's a new project. It's Mary... Popular. But know, so you get a call in to say, really Do crazy. you want
1: the job? Or do you have to say, that It's like your agent would call and say, No Can you come in? <laughs> no agent? So well, you called? have a long relationship with, with yeah. Disney, too. And they just said, Come in and meet and talk with Rob? Or how does that well, go? How does
4: that happen? I mean, let's face it, Disney didn't do the animation. So it was outsourced to a, a studio by, run by an ex Disney person mm-hmm. called Ken Duncan. And he has a studio in Pasadena. Um, because Disney doesn't do hand drawn animation anymore. They don't have the pipeline. So he took the job on, and I worked for, for him before. And, you know, it's, it's very hard to get a crew together to do that kind of stuff yeah. because a lot of people moved on. You know, there was not enough work in that field anymore, which, you know, was a shock to me. I grew up and I wanted to be a Disney animator drawing this stuff. And then Toy Story shows up and we're like, oh, that's nice. And then bam Everything. our whole career was upended. That's crazy. And Eight what months? movies. And now we're like they treat us like we're cave painters <laughs> or something. And that's like- so but like,
0: hand drawn animation has such a texture to it. It it has such a feel to it that you can't replace with CGI. And I know that Rob Marshall didn't want to do CGI for the bathtub scene when they went into the bathtub. Uh they were going to CGI it, and he said, "No, we're going to actually do it the physical." So they did the yeah, slide that down. Was
4: very cool, yeah.
0: But but it adds that reality and that sincerity. It does. You know, the original Mary Poppins has such a sincerity behind it, even though it's it's fantastical and it's animated, and they're dancing on the chimney. There's a sincerity that everybody has. It has such a sincerity in the story, in the acting, even in the music, and and that. And so that's what I loved about this animation sequence. It it had it had a lot of heart
3: to it. My my mother took them to see my my kids took. took the kids to see it, and they they all said it's the best the best movie. It's
1: oh, a favorite. Saying, yeah. they can't when wait did you wait for it to start it? Out. Like how many years does it yeah. take to make something like this?
4: To, to do this one? Yes. Um, I was on it for about five months, but oh. all in all, it it was probably about a year that the studio worked on it. Wow. Okay. It takes a long time to do. Well,
0: I thought it was going to be longer. To, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they came up with the story of what was going to happen in, in the animation scene from them entering in the, in, in, in like the fields and then going into the, 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 the music hall. They gave you that framework and then you guys had to fill it or they came up with the script? Or
4: Yeah, I, I mean, the script was first and they, it was the very first thing they shot because oh really they know that an- animation takes so long. So the very first scene that they shot was the musical scene.
0: That's really interesting to me, because by that time, they've established the chemistry together, Mary Poppins right. with, with the new set of kids, and, and Lin-Manuel. So that's very interesting that, hey, it's the first day uh, filming this iconic right. film, and then we're going to make you uh, jump and dance with people that aren't even in the room.
4: Yeah. yeah. But it you know, gave us a head start to do all that stuff. And, and, and Rob was really, he wanted all these background. And I did tons of background animals. Um, you know, to give it a rich feeling, but it takes its time, and...
0: uh, What was your feeling, having such a close relationship with Disney, what was your feeling when you saw, like, the first footage coming through, when you got to see Mary Poppins, and you got to see these characters? It was
4: crazy, they, we were, you know, just starting on the animation, and they had a rough cut of the teaser trailer, and they showed it to the crew, and there was hardly a dry eye in the house. I mean, everyone was, you know, when he pulls on the, on the string, and she comes down, and you know the effects were just you know very ropey still, but just that feeling. Everyone was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's crazy. I, I worked, you know, on this sequel, and I worked on Fantasia two thousand, right? You know, also a childhood movie of mine, and and it, I, I worked on a few classic characters too for the Tin and stuff, and and. I take it like you would work with, you know, Betty Davis or Jimmy Stewart or something. You know, when I animate Mickey, it it feels like you work with an old star. And I, I take that very seriously. That's you know? so cool. Th- that yeah. that's so
0: crazy to me. I mean, you literally are responsible for so many of the images that we see that keep some of these characters alive, such as Tinkerbell. I know you were part of the character development for Tinkerbell. Does Disney give you a template and say, Here's the proportions, here's here's what the template is and then go from here or Do you have to watch a lot of old footage? How how does that even start?
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, it was an established character to start with. Um, But with the Tinkerbell franchise, they knew they were going CG with it. So you had to come up with, you know, ways. So how does her her hair actually work? Mm -hmm. You know, because suddenly they had to texture it all. And I mean, to, to me, the great thing about 2D animation or traditional animation, which I prefer, because there's nothing 2D about it. Um, what I like is that it is reduced to the simplest form. You know, I don't have to see every freaking you know feather on a bird to know it's a bird. You know, that to me doesn't make the character. It's the acting oh. that makes the characters live. You know, it's not like well. I didn't believe in the Lion King because I you know, I didn't see the skin cells on him. I was like, who the hell cares?
0: Yeah, I'm scared for the the live action remake of well, Lion King right. and, and Aladdin.
4: Live action remake, it's all animation still. Right. See that's the it's thing, stupid. it
0: still is. Will Smith, they put his face on on something else. It's like I mean, uh, at least
4: Aladdin has people in it, but the Lion King is It's know, gonna be it's all animation. Yeah. It's But like with Tinkerbell,
1: do you think how do you modernize her at all or like does her body shape change, or hair, or do or you don't discuss that at all, and you well, want it to I, be classic?
4: I, I try to keep as close as I could. I mean, the directors sometimes had different ideas. And, and, but, you know, there were a whole lot of new characters to develop, so that was kind of fun.
0: And do you know that Tinkerbell's body was based off of uh, Marilyn Monroe? I did not know that. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, sort of. That—that oh, That is yeah. the... That he's is here to set me straight. He's like, you know, I actually worked for Disney. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the model was Margaret Carey. She was still around. And she came in and modeled? And she modeled, yeah.
1: Wow. And how'd they pick her? Don't ask. No. Okay. Live new girls. <laughs> live
0: new no girls. Yeah, live. 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 I just want to live. Live girls
3: live. Well, we can tell you how they pick her.
0: <laughs> yeah. We all get <laughs> um, but part of being such a film uh, that was, you know, everybody thought that Mary Poppins was going to be nominated for for Best Picture and Emily Bunt was going to be nominated. Um, you know, that just goes with with the territory. I never, if you asked me to invest money as to what films were going to be nominated, I would lose every single season because I just don't know no anymore. Mm. Now, Mike, being part of this Oscar buzz, you've been going to the awards. Uh, you've been on stage uh, with rubbing elbows with every
3: every celebrity. It, it's been crazy. Yeah. And for me, it especially, because this is my first time doing the awards circuit,
0: which is so odd because your whole career has been interviewing all these celebrities. You were one of the only reporters that Kevin Costner stopped at when he was getting the Lifetime uh, Achievement Award, <laughs> and Kevin Costner's not one of the friendliest people ever,
3: um, but he stopped for you. He did because I, I asked him the right question. He was getting a he was getting a career achievement award, and I just said, yeah, and at the time I mean, he wasn't wasn't that old, and I just said. Wow, you're getting a career achievement. And he said, they, they said, Mr. Costner, has to not doing any press tonight? And, and he was walking by everybody. He was 15 feet away. And I said, Kevin, Kevin, wh- what's it like being so young getting a career achievement award? And he turns around, who said that? And then he came back over <laughs> oh, and wise. did a little nice. interview with me. But question. I, it's doing it on this side now of the, the velvet rope or being on the stage instead of in the back of the room hoping maybe they'll give you a meal. I mean, the reporters are really... It's it's great because we as 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 movie viewers and, and fans get a lot of information from them but they're they're they I don't wanna say they're rejects, but they're kinda of just waiting to see if they can be a part of it. And even though now I think maybe in the Instagram days it's a little different than when I was doing the red carpet because they're now all infused and they have followings and things like that but back then we were almost rejects but but here's the thing
0: that that i think has has kind of declined you know red carpets to me used to be as fun as the actual award ceremony and i would i would be there from the very first person that would walk out of that car because the red carpet interviews had a personality and of course and we're talking about seen them john before,
1: rivers so they'd mess up or they would oh man right.
0: john
2: right. and
3: melissa those were the days
2: right yeah. i well, mean i Joe and melissa, melissa
0: <laughs> please well. Uh-oh. It's like saying Shrek Five. I'm not going to see it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what would, what would what would you ask yourself if you were interviewing yourself? Oh, that's a good question, oh, Stan Zimmerman. Oh, uh, that's why I'm here. Oh, man, I don't yeah. know. I'm oh, not good on. at you these kind of know. stuff. Wow, we stumped them. Are okay. you making
3: more money finally? Are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. of course. Okay. But. Well. But sometimes ha- it depends. I mean, yeah. you know, as, as you know, it's like, am I'll I? Down. but are you actually yes. working <laughs> like versus, you know, so, yeah, you know, I was employed most of the time back then.
0: What I have to say, what I love from your story is, you know, people think, oh, you're in this Oscar nominated film. You don't need to worry about anything from the from here on out <laughs> or that. Oh, I haven't seen Mike Hatton on in, in, an, in an A-list film. Um, it must. He's an overnight success. When I know and through the interviews you've been doing, we see the actual cycle from independent film to stand-up comedy to being the reporter to having Luke Perry pissed off at you. From you having to cover <laughs> I love like how an
3: that's in the like the yeah. timeline now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but like but you having to cover like an execution. And I'm sure you had to do dog shows, I'm sure you had to cut your teeth in this long career. And this is the hard work that it takes, but it's that hard work that you can see meeting you face-to-face after watching Green Book literally yesterday, the sincerity that comes through, the hard work that comes through. You can see it on camera. You can see that presence. Um, And I know getting the role in Green Book, even though you had worked with Nick, wasn't just like, okay, you're going to be in the film. I know you weren't going to be
3: in the film. No, and at one point, point, I I had said to Nick, you know, and I, I was... I was, I was so familiar with the project. I had read it when it was still, when it was still at Focus. And then when it was at, at one time the movie was at Focus Features and it was going to be made through them. And then there was like a tiny window where it, where it was out and they didn't know if it was ever going to get made. And so I was like, oh, hey, let me know. Maybe we can help out. And he was like, yeah, whatever. And then I just kept hitting him up. I just kept staying on him for months. I mean, six months. Like, hey, what's going on with Green Book? And he wouldn't talk about it. Why that
1: piece? What affected you about that?
3: It's the best script I've ever read. Mm-hmm. And I i mean, like, it's the only, and I, I read a lot of scripts just as an actor. I want to look at scripts that have been made, scripts that, you know, the, scripts that are being made, scripts that, as, as you know, will will never be made. And so I read this script and I'm like, man, what a great story. And I just knew Nick and I just thought, this thing's so awesome, it's got to get made. And I cried when I read it. I'm never that emotionally moved. A that straight
0: I, white man crying? Mm-hmm. It must
3: like, be good. Look, I look, I <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did though. I was on an airplane coming back from New Orleans. I read the script I mean this was six months before it, it was even in production and I, I thought man I got to get in this and what's even crazier is I never when I read it. I didn't think oh I can be one of these guys I just assumed that they were going to get a name to play the band I just thought
0: and I, I figured oh, the no you, fake you played the instrument. You
3: still didn't cast yourself. I thought they'd fake it. I just assumed mm. it's Hollywood. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what we do, right? You find an actor. So I just assumed they were going to find somebody else to, to be the bassist. And that was it. I didn't know that they would go after any. Well, I mean, they didn't really go after me. I was going after them. But, uh, yeah, and I just kept hitting them up, saying, get me in, get me in. And, and finally, I mean, the last conversation that we had about it was only was anyway, like two and a half months before production. And he said, uh, I was like, hey, what's going on with Green Book? The usual thing. And he's like, will you stop asking me about it? Everybody's asking me about it. Everybody wants to be in it. And I was like, hey man, I'm just, I'm just trying here, dude. Like Peter Fairley's directing this thing, and he's one of the great. I'm a comedy guy. I went to Second City. Peter Fairley's one of the greatest directors, in my opinion, of all time. I mean, the and the box office, by the way, would support that statement. I mean, at least he and Bobby together. And I'm sitting here saying, get me in front of him. I'll read for one line. And he's going, no, you're not going in. And at this point, he had already brought, he already brought in several friends of ours. And I'm going, what
4: the yeah, you know, can I, can I curse? <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm going, yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? Like, bring me in for a fucking audition already.
3: And I'm screaming at him in my and, and I'm, I'm outside of my kids' school, but I'm standing like 50 yards away, so nobody hears me. I'm like, bring me in, dude. And he's like, I can't. There's nothing for you. There's nothing for you. And finally I say, I'll introduce the band. Bring me in for that. and I, I knew the script well enough. I'd read it. at this point. I've read it several times, and I'm looking for a role, and the bass is just kept. Uh, you know, George kept moving past me. And you play the bass. I know. And then finally, I, I say, I'll introduce the band. And he says, oh, wait a minute. Don't you play the bass? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And it, it was like, why? And he's like, because Pete wants a like a real bassist to play. Oh, my God. I can't yeah. believe I didn't think of this. And I'm like, I can't believe I didn't think of this. And then. The rest is history. Wow. A couple days ago, but when you're making
1: it. Do you think this is an Oscar movie? Or That's just what think I was it's asking, Like a little
3: dude. I, I I swear to God, and there's email evidence of this. If one friend of mine posted about it, I sent out an email, and I'm like to some friends. I'm like, this movie is going to win awards. And wow. in fact, you know, my publicist who's sitting in the room mm. right now, I, back in you know August September, I'm sitting here saying, this thing's gonna win awards. I knew it on set so much so that I might have been the annoying I mean I know I'm forty, I'm a grown ass man, but like I was the annoying guy going, This is really
2: special. This is
3: fake this is great, guys.
0: But was that was there any of that chat on the set? Was anybody whispering like
3: like No, not not so much like this is gonna win awards, but just we all knew we kept saying like wow everybody's getting along, like we didn't have any drama, everybody was friends, like there was no The actors, we all hung out. We had lunch together. We, I mean, like, and even in the small indie movies, it's like, you know, that, like, sometimes, like, there's just, oh, yeah, he's going to his trailer. Oh, yeah, he he eats lunch by himself. No, I mean, on on Green Book, everybody got along. Everybody was going out afterwards. You know, I mean, Mahershala's got, uh, at the time, uh, you know, he still has a a young kid. So he wasn't like, you know, my, my kids were... A thousand miles away, so I'm like, "Hey, what are we doing after work?" And Vigo's like, "Oh, we're going to the little wine bar." So we, just, you know, but it was it was super. Everybody was bonding. It was super friendly.
1: And all the road stuff was that done separately, or later, or on the road, or we shot it all in Louisiana, except for they did they did one oh, week uh,
3: they did one week in New York, like a B unit. And Vigo is 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 very meticulous, so he actually drove the car in the New York scenes with uh with with somebody else in the back because they they couldn't. rehearsal is. Worked, I mean, he's in a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. Like he's in Elita, everywhere. He's in, so, so they had, they, so Vigo drove the car though in New York. And, and so, some of the scenes that are, you know, they wanted to get that foliage that you can't, yeah. you just couldn't get that in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is, is we were on the north side of the lake and it snowed. It actually <laughs> snowed for the first time in Louisiana in like 30 years. And so, they're sitting here saying, This is nuts. We moved around the whole schedule just to to get that night. So, the scene when you see uh, the writer, who's also an actor, Brian Curry, who had worked previously in Peter Fairley's films, um, Brian plays the Rhode Island police officer in in Mm -hmm. that, you know, who pulls them over. And in, you know, that scene was real snow. I mean, you Mm. cannot get that. And it's just like, I'm getting the chills talking about it. You can't. It's just like, it's one of those things like, I don't, for people out there who maybe believe in something else up there, it's one of those things where the stars aligned, man. I mean, it was crazy. So like, their
1: apartment at the end, was that down there? All of it.
3: All of it was in Louisiana. Wow. wow. Don't tell people
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're in Hollywood, right? Yeah, yeah. It felt so real. It really yeah. did. And Carnegie
3: I, Hall, like, and I, I've seen the real Carnegie Hall. They did a great job. The, the art directors, the production designers, they did an amazing job they recreating did. it. Yeah.
0: And, Mike, I have to ask, you know, you and I have interviewed celebrities, and I, I still get starstruck because I love entertainment. It's not that I think, oh, my God, somebody is so much better than I am because they have done all these films, but I get so excited that mm-hmm. if I meet, like, a Shirley Jones as one of my heroes that, that did the show. I love Shirley Jones. I'd love her, and she did such a great episode, by the way. Uh, she loves to drink. Um, but I get so excited. So, like, when you're filming and then Vigo's like, you know, let's go to a wine bar, and you're like, okay, like, sitting with Vigo, like, what... Do you plant or you're like play it cool? So you're like whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah, you do actually at first, and then and then eventually, it was finally for me. We'd been working for. Sorry, no, you can't hear. No, okay. So for a while, we we'd been working together for a while, and and there was like we were hanging out, and I never did the full on geek out, and then finally. it's the weirdest thing my wife and my son had came to town and we, we shot the scene where uh where i, I knock on the door and, and he's eating the whole pizza yeah and <laughs> i love and that too so, by the way oh my god it's great because <laughs> right? you've done it girl i put a pizza <laughs> in a pizza i'm like it's a taco representing my people so, <laughs> that's what that is. well that's all it is it's all the same so and, and by the way my son who i've been telling for years hey fold the pizza fold the pizza Finally, he's sitting, and Peter Fairley such a great guy. He let my my son sit in the director's chair
2: oh. during
3: that scene. Like, it's insane, right? And that's, an, that's a tense scene, and I'm running up and down the hall, like, trying to get into character and, like, yeah. be, like, out of breath, and I'm coming from the bar fight, which we had already shot, and I'm just, you know, I'm trying to channel character. My, my, my wife and kid are like, we're just over here, and I'm just like, please don't freaking embarrass me. But anyway, so Vigo <laughs> later that night... When we we get done, we shoot that scene at like 2 o'clock in the morning, because we worked late that night, 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm sitting there, wife's asleep, my son's asleep on the cot. I get an email, and it just says, Vigo Mortensen. And I'm like, what is going on? It's late, so I open it up, and he's, he says, hey, we're all going to the movies tomorrow. I just wanted to invite you and your wife and your son to, to go to the movies. And I, I actually had to write back, I wrote him back immediately I'm like, hey, we're going to a, a fan boat tour of the of the swamps tomorrow. <laughs> I can't go. And oh, so, I know, I know. Swamps? Yeah. Viggo Mortensen. Are you kidding? What I was the movie, by the way, that they were going to? Elf. Save? He loves Elf. Vigo Mortensen loves <laughs> Elf. Who doesn't love Elf, right? So he he was he he. I can't oh, really? Stand it. Okay. Well, you know I, I can't it. stand James <laughs> Conn though. James, uh, James Conn? <laughs> he's in it a few times. Yeah, so right. So uh, he he had the theater. You know he he's like, hey, I got the tickets. He's like hell like, down. He
1: gets he rents the whole theater. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's
3: he <laughs> out. Yeah. So uh, well, he did it for the cast and the crew. Like was inviting everybody. And so he sent me the email, and I wrote back. I, I had to decline. And then of course, at that point, I'm like, man, I'm gonna fucking full on geek out. I have no mm-hmm. choice. And I wrote, I still can't believe that the king of Middle Earth. Is emailing me at you know two a.m. or whatever, and he actually and I replied pretty quick. You a gamble to send an email like that. I, by the way, at this point, at this point, we were already cool enough. Like I've had dinners with him, mm-hmm. we've had drinks, something, and it's fine. And he wrote back, "It's just me." I mean, uh, how cool is that? Yeah. Vigo Mortensen, who I think is one of the greatest actors of all time, certainly one of the greatest humans I've I've met, who's. Famous, I just God, what a great guy!
0: I love that he takes his time with what roles he's going to do. After Lord of the Rings, he could have hit the market and done uh, action film and bum bum bum. But he he he's an actor. He cares about the acting more than anything else.
3: He's great, and 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 I know you're probably going to segue now into predictions. But I hope to God. He takes that statue
1: home. I just he man, I know
3: I know that the odds and I know all the politics and yeah. I know all of this and all of that. But it's God like that. He's, it's so he's so another good. He's another year maybe, but not. I'm
2: praying. I just for love him, man.
0: actors who act and don't tell you about it on screen. Like I'm acting. Uh-uh-uh. You know? <laughs> that just do their job in a subtle way. His performance was so believable and everywhere from when you like he, him. he flicked gristle off of his coat from the way that he like did this. I mean,
1: you know about that, don't you? What Gr- <laughs> flicking gristle? Oh. What is gristle? <laughs> I don't even know. What that because is. I'm a husky lady. I didn't say. Oh that. How dare you <laughs> stand, Zimmerman? What is man? gristle? What are you talking about, gristle? What is but gristle if you listen to those from Tony from?
3: Lip tapes, there's yeah. it's that. gristle. Yeah, if you listen to those, those those tapes now, like, and you can hear the way that, that Nick, Nick Nick's father really spoke. Then it's one of those things where you can go, holy shit! He sounds exactly like Tony Lip. He embodies him. If you watch, you know, The Sopranos and the thing, you know. I uh, didn't know that Tony Lip had this
0: whole acting career. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you guys know that? I read about it. Yeah, Yeah.
3: that's crazy. So uh, uh, you know, you can. He really sounds exactly like him. The volume and and the mannerisms and I, I just, man, I just, I know I'm partial. I know I'm drinking the punch, but God, I hope he wins. Anyways, but but my <laughs> coming at it
0: from this history with with improv, which is so important for any performer. I hate doing improv because I'm so bad at it. I am so bad at I improv. It makes be great. It makes God, me, I, hate that. Yeah. I hate
3: memorizing lines. Yeah. I would so much rather do improv.
0: But then you're on the set, which is like you know you have a listers you're working with, and you know you have a set schedule. You're on location. It's it's all of this. Then you have this whole like reporter point of view. Then you used to be like a power lifter.
3: Oh my! Yeah, in high school. Yeah.
0: I mean, you have all these different <laughs> facets, but you're, you're doing what you need to do, like on set. How much of improv affects your, your acting style?
3: Oh, man. I mean, I think I'm heavily influenced by improv. I think, uh, you know, I think that's, that's what that's my go to. If I, and, and look, as an actor, I, I, I try always to think about it from an improviser's point of view first. I mean, obviously, you want to respect what's on the page. You, and you have to acknowledge the character that was written for you, but if you can, if you can, bring something else to it by thinking like the character and thinking, well, what would the character do next? I mean, I think it's a huge opportunity, and I and I, I love the directors, especially Peter Fairley, who's at least was and, and, and truthfully, we didn't do a ton of improv, but there, there, he did let me improvise uh, a line in in Green Book, and it actually made it actually made the final cut, and I'm I'm forever grateful because he he picked it up out of our rehearsal. And what was they, the line? Yeah. Uh, when I'm, when I'm getting, uh, what, now we're going to, now I'm going to get it. I'm going to screw it up just like I did when we the act. actually counted. writer's calling No, yeah. well, I mean, at the end he, you know, and he did, he tweaks, he tweaks it. He hears it and he's like, mm, what were you doing there? And he, and he came out and he, he, he spotted it because what happened was in the rehearsal, I missed a mark. Well, I didn't miss it. Actually, the, the camera was, you know, 15 feet away and I hit the mark and we were supposed to be done there, but the camera was still away. So we just kept walking and it's where we're walking down the street and I, I said that I didn't want to leave Dr. Shirley in the bar. I don't remember the exact line, but I say like, you know, I didn't want to leave him there, but I, you know, I didn't know what to do. And what happened was we were short of the mark. And so the camera, you know, the, the, the track had already been, you know, 15 feet down. I thought, well, I got 15 feet of space and I'm either going to stop talking now or I'm just going to keep talking. So I just kept talking. And then the crazy thing was I couldn't, I, he's like, that's great. Maybe try it like this. And so then, yeah, then they, then they in. And, the, and the writers, he and Nick and Brian, they kind of converse for a minute and they're like, yeah, that's great. But try it like this. And then, but they weren't rolling on that. They weren't rolling on the rehearsal. So I do it again and I fucked it up. And then I did it again and I fucked it up. So now it's two takes in. We're almost to lunch. I mean, you know how it is. Pressure's on. Yeah. It's literally only me yeah. and Vigo. Vigo's just like, you got this. And I'm like, Michael Morton's telling me I got this. And then the next <laughs> take, I find it, And, and Peter, Peter Fairley looked at, at, at Nick at one point, and he goes, this is your guy. And he did it so I could hear him, yeah. and he's totally kidding around. Yeah. He's like, this is your guy. Are you sure he's okay? And then, yeah, I got it on the next take.
1: And do they give you research because it's a real... Real people, like how does that work?
3: Well, there were a couple of different bases, mm-hmm. so um, they didn't going into it. We just read what was there, and then I did some research, and I saw that there were there were a couple different bases of the band, and George was a combination, I guess, of inspired by. No. Uh, he wasn't the, the the
1: two real guys. But they expect you to do the homework. Or they didn't. Did they t- give yeah, you they didn't.
3: No, spending. they didn't. Yeah, they didn't give me any anything, any heads up. I just took what I had liked, I guess, from those guys. And truthfully, I didn't take much. They were both classically trained kind of guys and like outside of, outside of their musical biographies, I really didn't have much to work with. So I just assumed this is a touring musician. He's good time, Charlie. And I really only made that choice because uh, Demeter Marinov, who's amazing, who played Oleg, uh, was such a stick in the mud. And, and George on the page was, was kind of just like, eh, like maybe a little snobby. And I thought, well, you can't have two yeah. unapproachable yeah. guys. So I made the choice really early and that George was gonna be a little softer, a little, and literally a little pudgier. I put on a little weight. I, at first we were gonna lose weight and then I'm like, nah, I gotta gain weight. And so, um, so yeah, I, I, I tried to make George more approachable, which then ended up working because you see that Vigo eventually confides in George and then George ends up making the choice to go to Vigo right away, or to, to Tony right away. And so you see that, that there's a, a relationship there, at least where he, you feel like he has access to the band even though the whole time Oleg's watching him, so. Uh, well,
0: I, I found this film so enchanting. It's so, so, so unfolded enchanting. nicely, yeah. didn't
1: it? It just, so easily. It really did. That's what it
0: was. It was yeah. like, Hollywood can tell a, a nice story, be political mm. without hitting you over the head mm. with it. Right, like heavy-handed.
3: Well Brian after. Curry always says, "It's like, we don't want this too heavy-handed, guys. He's got a little bit of a, a East Coast accent. You know, he's but didn't from you
1: expect that? Like, oh, I'll have this big awakening, because we're so trained in Hollywood movies, and it just slowly peeled and peeled yes. and peeled. It was really it, lovely. It, just,
3: it told
0: the story. Mm-hmm. It told the story the way that every film sh- should do, with everything at its top level. And that's mm-hmm. that's why it's nominated for, for Best Picture. The whole creative process uh, just intoxicates me. So much to hear about. And and Andreas, I want to talk about your creative process. You know, working for studios, you have your own artistry and your own point of view. Uh, Kurt, can you play uh, some footage from, fr- from some of his career? Um, but you also have your own point of view, your, your own animation. When you're not having to work, and I know, you know, th- this is your bread and butter, so you're always working for studio and it takes a year, uh, two years, whatever, for a project. But when you're, when you're drawing on your own, and uh, what is it that you're drawing?
4: Oh, good question. Hmm. Uh, naked men. <laughs> well, well. Kurt, That's the
3: sequel sh- to Live okay. Nude Girls.
2: It's on Naked Men. Yes.
4: can Kurt show that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You've You'd seen like Stan see, Zimmerman. Yeah. We'd like to see your uh, your <laughs> X-rated yeah, work. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was Fantasia 2000, which was a whole was that was was was, was a whole new uh, section. Yeah, yeah this section actually wasn't it was a standalone short at first but uh, roy disney liked it so much that he wanted it in the feature and it got at, at a later later point so it was fun to animate to music which yeah. was you know i tried to hit like there's a little bit where he drinks the coffee mm-hmm. and I'm, i made the the steam rise to the mus- to the you know half notes
0: it's like your script without, without there being the actual words, and you get to interpret that you, your, yourself.
4: To a point,
0: yeah. But, but at home, when, when you're drawing and you're sketching, what, what things are you drawn to b- besides dude men? Are you drawn to figures in pop culture? Are you drawn to, uh, to still life? What is it that you're drawing on well, your not
4: st- own? St- still life, mean, I'm, I'm not a great painter. I'm, I've always been a, uh, a line drawing kind of guy always interests me the most. Um, as a character animator, that is what I like. Um, what do I draw? I've been drawing Barbara for 30 years yes. in various.
1: Streisand? Oh, the
4: one, yes. <laughs> is there any other Barbara?
1: The, the holy Barbara. No, Barbara, yeah. Barbara Bush. It's, Barbara? A, it's a weird fetish. <laughs> for bears. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there a female bear? What would that be? A lady bear. Okay, there you go. Yeah, like
0: Roseanne would be a... Well, she wow, used to okay. be a lady bear. But, like,
1: that that's bar- a lady Barbara bear. Barbara Felden. Barbara... Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, that's bar- way... Okay. But okay. Brenda Vaccaro <laughs> is more okay. like Okay. <laughs>
0: Um, now, do you remember some of the earliest sketches that you would do when you were a kid? Like, when I was oh, yeah, a kid, I, I was obsessed with drawing eyes, from the eyelashes to the eyelids, and I would draw them over everything that I could do. Do you remember some of the first things that, that, that you
4: sketched? Yeah, I kind of drew some celebrities and cartoon characters, obviously, and, and I wasn't very good at it, to be honest. And I, I never thought I would have a career in it. And it was, um, I, you know, I copied some drawings, and I showed it to someone who was actually a graphic designer, and, and he said, you know, you can learn this stuff. You just have to put the time in and do a live drawing and all that. And that was, to me, uh, that was a a, you know, a a big step because I thought you either have the talent or you don't. I never knew that you could actually work at it. <laughs> um, and uh, that you know, got me really... And I, I wrote to the Disney Studios when I was 15 or so. And six months later, I got a reply from one of the directors. And he just said, you know, go to art school, learn how to draw, and you'll find it a very rewarding career. And I did and you so have. far.
0: And you've had this long-lasting <laughs> relationship with Disney. What was your first footstep into Disney? Was it being the ambassador at the Epcot Center? It
4: was. And it was only because I to. I've never been to a Disney theme park till then. You know, there was no Disney Paris, obviously. Yeah. and uh, How old were you when you got that? Um, if you don't mind me well, I want to no say numbers. sixteen, but no, I was yeah. twenty-four. Um, I was the oldest one there, actually. Really. But um, you know, so a friend of mine told me. Do you know that? there's this program where you can sign up and be like, you know, you have to dress up in lederhosen and work at the German pavilion, but... Uh, You're like, I already got them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, ready to go! Let me around look at my, my closet! My yeah?
0: yeah? <laughs> and? <Yes. laughs> Monday through Friday was lederhosen, uh, Saturday and Sunday was leather.
4: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're German. But yeah, it was great for me and it was, you know, it was great for me to learn English properly because I had to actually speak to people. It's one thing to learn in school, but you never have to actually talk. Yeah. But to stand there and answer questions, well, most of it was, where are the restrooms? And are you really German? That was my favorite. There were loads of people who were like, you're not really German, right? You learn the, the accent they thought Disney trained us to speak with an accent. Why? Because <laughs> Disney owns the world and they can do whatever. We're, like, we're, the, <laughs> yeah. only, we're the only real thing in Epcot, so... Um,
0: and then begin this long uh, career where you've animated, like I said, for, for Hercules and, and Tarzan, Princess and the Frog. This, well, Your films are part of Disney history, part of films that well, generation after generation a, you've I'm been I'm a small up.
4: part of the machine, but it is interesting, though, because I you know, see myself still as being young, foolishly. Mm-hmm. Y- <laughs> y- but young then, I'm I meet students and they're like, oh my god, you worked on the favorite movies of my childhood. Like, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, it, you know, it's really flattering. And I, it, I never think of it that way. To me, it doesn't seem that long ago, but it is 20 years ago.
0: We have a fun picture, it's, it's, it's a throwback picture. Uh, you at Disneyland when you were very young, um, and you kind of get photobombed here oh, yeah. by Roy Disney.
2: <laughs>
4: that was my, wow. yeah. That's crazy. It was crazy. just after um, Disneyland Paris opened. And it was rainy, as you could see. It was rainy, it was awful weather, and it was hardly any people there. And I said to my niece, this is Roy Disney is over right? there. No one recognized him. Yeah. So, of course, I ran over, being a total geek. <laughs> but how picture. crazy. This picture is,
0: is a big part of your life and your career, the whole Disney it is relationship. Kind of, yeah. Although, um, I think you almost had a career as a dancer. I think uh, oh, I, really? I think we I found a, a, dancer, a picture.
4: Yeah. What kind of dancer? Yeah.
0: Look at this. Here we go. Look I at him now! Ballroom. It's like Fred Astaire. You oh, did a lot of ballroom dancing, right?
4: I, yeah, I did ballroom dancing from when I was seven till I basically left Germany till I was 24. Um, but it was really my brother who was, my brother was uh, uh, um, the national coach in A professional in Germany g- competitor. Yeah. He was a uh, multiple world champion, so. Wow. What's he doing now? He's dead.
0: Oh, well.
1: Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Just to add some levity <laughs> <Yeah>. to that. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Dancing in the sky. Yes. Yeah. yes. I love your German way of letting us down softly. that's yeah. too, by the way. Boom. Boom. Okay, you guys, let's talk about the Oscars. Oh, um, oh yes, let uh, Uh-oh. I don't know what the hell is going on over uh, at the Academy. Like we said, this oh. year was a year for many firsts. Crazy. The Kevin Hart host, situation. Yeah. Uh, the Kevin Hart first and then host situation. Having musical performances cut. Then deciding to give awards out during the commercials. Awards that, although not the most uh, Oscar buzz, make films what a film is. Otherwise.
1: Cinematography?
0: Yes, and otherwise we're having there's actors walking around taking that. selfies. Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. so unbelievable to me. It's like that there's this younger generation in charge that doesn't know what the Oscars should be and the history that they have. Now, we know as a whole, awards for the last two years have plummeted in ratings. Uh, lowest Emmys, lowest Golden Globes, Tony's. Uh, Tony's Super is actually, kind of, well, that's because you have Maroon 5, which was five Maroons mm. too many. Um, First one I haven't to,
3: watched okay. in a long time.
0: You know, I actually watch football for football. I'm a huge football fan. I'm a huge football fan. (laughs) This game was so boring, and then the halftime, I'm like, there's nothing for the gays. What do you want us to do?
1: (laughs) What was your take on the Kevin Hart?
0: Well, and let's all give our our opinion. Number one, you know, the Oscars used to have some class to it, and it didn't have to appeal to the mainstream and low-hanging fruit in terms of jokes. Now we're so politically correct. Not that the Oscars were ever so... so. uh, Rude or like, we've become too, too mainstream and too um, uh, scared, t- Scared, but, but, but too tangible. The Oscars would be like, wow, look at them in that outfit, and they would present it regally, and it was just a regal event. Yeah. 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 All of that has stripped away. It'd be like if you had beers with the Queen of England. Mm. All of that royalty sense is stripped away. And that's what happened with the whole Kevin Hart thing. And the, the Academy had an opportunity to turn that all around and say, great, we're gonna have a positive celebrity who's making waves in terms of women equality, LGBT equality, or other minority equality. They had the opportunity to do that. And instead they're like, no, nah, we're not gonna do anything.
1: But couldn't he have done something to make it? Screw uh, him! He's oh, not wow. the okay. Academy. He
0: spoke for himself and he he chose that. But we're talking about the Academy Awards. Well, who would
3: you have put in his place? I'm just curious.
0: <laughs> well, that's a good question. I would have loved to have brought back Steve Martin and um, Martin Short or Billy Crystal or even. But, he, but here's the thing, and I love yeah, Billy Crystal.
3: I, I I love all of them. Like, and I I I saw Bob Lu Mandel the other night get the WGA Award. I'm a huge fan of, yeah. of those guys. I'm a huge fan of, of all of them. But. That just also shows that, like, you might be fond of that, but that's the, the Academy, I think, already is having a disconnect. They're having a disconnect with the younger viewers. So it's like if they go back and get somebody like Billy, who's great, or Steve Martin, who's awesome, nobody gives a shit. Like, the kids don't give a shit. And, like, that's the next gen. I remember as a kid watching the Academy Awards being like, this is the greatest thing. I want to be there. I mean, I've wanted to go to the Oscars my entire life.
0: But I think the young generation will tune in because they have – the cast of Black Panther being there, and they have Lady Gaga, you know, is, is performing now with Bradley Cooper. Um, but I think they're gonna watch because of that, so let's show that younger generation what an Academy Awards should look like. Like a
3: handoff, right? Like a, a passing of the, well, I heard they went to The Rock. Did you hear that? I guess The Rock had said really? that he was, that's The Rock not, said he was approached. Approach. That would no, send I'm me am saying, right? saying. Sorry. That. I'm not saying he's a well, host. As have, a, <laughs> a, well, well, uh, that's a good question.
0: I, I don't even know. Did I Ellen ever know. host? Ellen hosted, didn't yeah, she? Yeah. She yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. And I think that she's way the opposite. It's yeah. like, okay, let's make this statement now, yeah. which I don't think we should be making a statement with the host. We should have a good host that respects Hollywood at large mm-hmm. and the process I agree. who is funny. We don't need them to do this the whole time. We need them to facilitate really a show right? where we're honoring singing <laughs> like, song and dance. Yeah. Like yeah. I know if Kevin Hart was going to host it, it'd be like funny Trump jokes or it'd be funny you know, like yeah. I said, low-hanging fruit jokes, and that's not what the Academy Awards is.
4: No. I also don't, for my for my personal taste, I don't think it has to be a comedian. It's not a comedy show. I mean, you get a freaking monologue every... Bloody night yeah. on any on any show. talk show, yeah. Good that, point. That's a good point. Yeah. You don't need another monologue. I mean, you really don't. Get what you do know, you need? It, it was it was you know, like you said. It was You're like, I want to write that
3: monologue when, it was, yeah, when it was
4: Bob Hope or someone like that. Yeah, because you know, you of didn't course have you that. could find an equivalent today. But yes, they had their quips. But it wasn't like a stand-up comedy routine. And I don't think it, it needs that. Well, remember the year mm-hmm. Anne
3: Hathaway and James Franco hosted, right? I mean, like, no. Well, I want to bring it up because yeah. it was terrible. Like, and I loved terrible. both of them. But it was, was terrible. I
0: was excited though. for it, but then they thought it was an SNL skit night. And yeah. it, it wasn't. And, we, you know, we both yeah. know Bruce Valange very closely. I love Bruce, by the way. I love Bruce not too, like and he loves to me too, but not in the same way. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was oh, really. Not in the way you like me to. <laughs> But, like, what if we had a Helen Mirren and an Emma Stone as our hosts? Oh, that would be great. Because they have, they're personable, they're funny without being comedians, but I would love for the nights to be filled with behind the scenes little tidbits like the Green Book. Did you know, you know, here's some right. facts about behind the scenes. That would fascinate me and carry us through the, the different scenes. But that wasn't the Oscars' first misstep this season. Also, oh, no. Um, we're cutting the musical performances down. Now, do you guys think it's because of sponsors? It's because ratings are low and they have to definitely, they can't go over Like, what is happening? And then giving awards away during commercials.
4: Who's making these decisions, by the way? Oh, don't get me started. (laughs) As a a member. Yeah, yeah, I want to know. I can imagine the stuff you're hearing. The last couple of years, every major announcement they made, they had to take back. I mean, it's, I feel like it's Trump is in charge of the academy. Yeah. It's like, let's just say what we feel, and then like, never mind. The We're gonna
3: put it during the break. <laughs> <laughs> it's going It'd on be the during biggest the break. show nobody, ever. Nobody cares about <laughs> cameras.
4: <impression> That's
3: really <laughs> <and> good. <laughs> oh wow! Well, you
4: know. Can you tweet real fast? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing but with I the popular spell. Oscar that they announced—that was so L- stupid. And then there was you know, all the questions that came. Okay, how is this? Who votes for it? How, how, do, how do you say what's popular? Is it box office? What does that mean? There were no answers. How do you announce something like that without actually having done any work? And, and why like, is it necessary? I shouldn't say this, I guess, but I do. No, no, no.
0: I mean, you can't say how you voted, but you can certainly give your opinion. I mean, but, but who is making <laughs> these decisions? I want to know. And as an Academy member, do, are you seeing the news as we see it? Or yeah. are Or do they send emails? Like, that's so weird yeah, to me. That's
4: crazy. You'd yeah. think you'd ever say We you get it on say. the same day, so it's like...
0: What? And unfortunately, all this drama—it's—it's it's like the Mean Girls. All this media drama has affected, I think, what people should be paying attention to, which is the Best Pictures. Yeah. I really want your guys to take. We couldn't four be more different if if we tried, and that's what I love about On the Rocks is um, we bring people together that would normally never sit across from each other. Um, but we all have entertainment in our bloods. We've all done stuff in entertainment with different aspects. So I want to know what what your uh, what your thoughts are on. Who has been chosen this season um, and what were some of the movies that affected you, what are some of the movies that surprised you that were voted for? Uh,
1: Vice surprised me because that was a huge undertaking to do that and not feel cartoonish yeah I mean, they really got under the skin of those people, and, I'm, and I was just fascinated by the way that
2: hmm.
1: uh, was the story that was told and the sense of humor about it. and the actors, and I'm not a huge Amy Adams fan I'm like. Wow! Ellie? Oh, I'm not oh, either. It's easy, wow! It's I love it. Yeah.
4: Did
3: you watch the HBO show yet? She's amazing. She sharp know. Objects? No. I thought she was great. How about Sharp uh, Objects?
0: Dull yeah. <laughs> time.
4: I was so bored. Yeah. It oh was goodness. so boring.
0: The only thing that kicked me in it was uh, <laughs> Patricia Clarkson and even her. She was great. And she was I like, like the, I leave sad now. Know.
4: And I still want to know how she got that stuff on her back. I don't like, even
0: care. How did she... <laughs> Oh,
3: I forget like that. The there's a, there's I a,
1: still don't understand the whole Sandra Bullock blindfold thing. But <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Fun. It was just like, fun. fun huh? I don't whatever. Um, so Vice, I, it, I,
0: Amy uh, Adams, she always looks like she's ready to cry. She was, was big water Oh, oh like, I love Amy. Yeah, but it what, was a great role disagree, for her, and she just
1: just the way she did it was just just right. It wasn't too much. So, and Christian Bale, I think. Uh, I mean, he really should win, but you could just see the tide. It's not gonna happen. No, but, I mean that is amazing. Well, people For don't like to, Christian Bale in Hollywood, but number one, the way one. he went from just the young to the I mean, that's I, I love incredible. Christian Bale. He's great. He's it's a great, great actor. Yeah, we he's can
3: can agree know, agree one of on the greatest of all time. But, I mean, to do it, that, he's great. I mean, but I mean, like, look at the Golden Globes. Look at the speech. I mean, like, the, he he's got that. You want to talk about disconnect? I mean, Definitely. I could see voters just being like, no, yeah, I'm going to vote a different way. A because problem. It's not
1: just about the performance. No, oh, no. So much, no, and no. that's the problem and with the, the whole the, system. Well, that's why you know? just have to laugh at it, and it's just fun. It's just a fun, silly thing. It is, yeah. and yeah. it's, it's it it totally it subjective, you know? Yeah, it's,
4: yeah. There is no best mm-hmm. actor. No. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, you know. Although Vigo Mortensen is. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, also, but even there, you know, it's like, to me, those two guys hold the movie together equally. So one is supporting Supporting, actor, one is lead actor. It's a totally political thing, because if they put them both in supporting actor, they would split the votes. It doesn't make any sense to me. But I mean, they'll, they'll they could have just win, gone right? the other way. Supporting. I think yeah, yeah. is
3: going to win
2: supporting. Yeah, and I think he should. I think he's yeah, amazing. Can so I, can I, I'm going to... No, please, what? please, please. You don't I, think
3: he win?
0: I honestly thought uh, he was a weak point in the film. Whoa! <laughs> uh, wow. What?
4: Wow. what? Uh, no, he's amazing.
0: Dumb. I paid my $20 just like everybody else did. No, you did You got a screener.
1: Oh. <laughs> he's so. Excuse me. I'm on Amazon
0: Prime. Probably I'll be canceled after this. All these family like. eat out. Um, no, but I just thought uh, he entered in with such a hyper. Uh, like we knew he was acting. He was playing the I'm this and I don't eat fried chicken. He was playing at it, and I saw him acting. Whereas Vigo, I mean, I could I could almost smell Vigo. I could almost like hang out. You with wanted Vigo. to smell Vigo. Well, not, no, yeah. he, was, he was. He's a bear. <laughs> I like a wolf or a yeah. panda. Yeah. Anyway. Panda Express. Anyway, um, but and so I'm just being honest about how I I love the film, but he was very affected. I saw him but acting. That's the,
4: I mean, to me, that is the character. I he has, it has a man. It. I don't know. He I had don't to do know. It to survive. He, he had is. To put he on, is yeah. affected.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. he
0: puts which on which I get, but everything was yeah. so. It was like musical theater. Let, to me, let, his me
3: performance? let me maybe change your mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah do. doesn't drink. He, when he's drunk in the movie, I'm like, God damn, he sounds drunk. I don't even think Mahershala has ever been drunk. I mean, just like, I'm like, I don't even know if I could play. Dr- I mean, I'll probably get drunk tonight. I don't think. Drunk that, no. what are you talking I'm a little about? tipsy right <laughs> now. No, I He's going to be on the sofa he tonight. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of job, I think right? he's, I know, I'll take a little bit. Uh, so I, I just, man, the guy's never, the guy's never even had a drink for him to play drunk and actually have me convinced that. I think he's amazing, man. I, I, I know I'm extreme. drinking the punch, but God, him. he's
4: good. On the other hand, I want to throw in Richard E. Grant. I thought he was wonderful. Really? Oh,
3: incredible. Uh, I love Richard E. Grant. I, I've been a fan of Richard I E. Grant since, uh, uh, what's the one he did with Bruce Willis? And, uh, oh, come on, like don't. Sandra Bernhardt? Yes, he was oh great God. as the bad guy. And, uh, Hudson Hawk. Hawk. Yes, Jinx. I got God. the coke in my hand. I'm, right. Right. I'm gonna win this one. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ! You're Jewish. Should you even be saying that? Mm. Hudson Hawk? No, Jesus
1: Christ! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's right. It's, it's the last.
0: It's the last line of the Torah. Thou right. shalt not
3: take the Hudson Hawk name in vain.
0: Um, but uh, other than Green Book, obviously, and Andres, I want to know uh, what movies really uh, affected you this award season. Do you think there were any films that sh- that shouldn't have? Can I just talk? Yeah.
4: About my, my home country. Uh-huh. I mean, Never Look Away. Have you seen mm. it? It's nominated for foreign film. I saw the trailer. It blew me away. Wow. And can I just say, I was bored with Roma. Uh. Sorry, kill me.
0: So let's talk about this. Yeah. I, that's the, like, yeah. All
4: I remember of, Doma, uh, of Roma. Doma. <laughs> Doma. <laughs> Doma? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. That's really interesting. <laughs> he, he said all I, No, it's because all I remember is the dog shit. It's all I remember from that movie. It's the endless but, shot of that, that. car going through everything Dog it, shit. Every it's time like, the car went through But no, through no, the no. You don't is? think
0: that that was symbolism for what was going on? I thought the, the, the yeah. how do you well. say mundane? Minutia? what? Yeah, the, the <laughs> minutia of it and some of the slowness. I love Roma so much, and you uh, have to say, I'm never political at all because I'm not intelligent enough about certain things and I, like I said, I don't like politics to hit you over the head. I'm from the LGBT community. I don't need to be hit over the head with LGBT themes. I just don't. Like, I want to see a story told like Green Book. Um, but I thought Roma, <laughs> the presentation of Roma was such a statement, and I have to say from my friends that uh, that understood what the director was doing and the ones that were like, oh, God, it was so boring, it's, it's actually a black and white separation as to the Latin culture versus uh, the Caucasian culture versus people that know what that film w- was talking about in terms of the time period. The slowness of it was supposed to show you how isolated... Well, and I'm not telling you, I mean, you, you know films backwards and forwards, but what it did for me was that isolate, it, it created that idea of isolation and suffocation and this rote that no matter what you're going through, this is your life over and over. Turning it's the time. lights off. Yeah. Uh, just that they the took dog the shit on the floor. Oh, Having to God. do this car. It's
1: like. That was her life.
0: Yeah. Even Walking if everything. Walking
1: She had to go all the, you felt it.
3: And it, yeah. it, it added you're to that. Sell, you're selling me on it now because I actually, <laughs>
1: like maybe I'm like, wow, maybe Did I should Did you like, see how they this. made the street when she runs through the street to the movie theater? That was all created. I thought, how do they do that on a real street? And they made that. Oh, yeah, I saw that, oh, that that, that was all set. Yeah, yeah. how crazy that, is that? He's gotta yeah. that? And the fact Come that it was on. in black
0: and
3: white. Well, they're up for Beautiful. production design, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and he's, he's up for director and it's yeah. up for foreign film and
3: best picture. And he's, look, there's he's great. He's incredible and awesome. I just, I don't know,
0: man. But I, I think it is this divide. And like I said, I'm, this is not who I am to say this. I think it really is the divide of somebody from the Latin culture versus somebody from the, the Caucasian cu- <laughs> culture. Well,
1: Another culture. That's yeah, interesting. <laughs> well, no, 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 no.
0: But you're, you're, you know, you're from this other culture that has also been, been put, put in a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what I thought this film was about. Yeah. It was supposed to make you feel like, God, is, is is this all it is? Because yeah. this is all it was. After uh, the character went through that whole horrific thing, which that scene in the hospital, everything was was was, was fast, and the
1: dialogue. What about the water? Didn't you think something really bad was going to happen? Yeah. Somebody, somebody like, was but, talking about the yeah,
3: wasting of water
1: on the set of Roma. I'm like, what? <laughs>
0: Well, and so, and this was set during the climate of uh, the Olympics in Mexico in the 70s where they shot students so that they wouldn't be seen uh, in the mainstream media protesting. And so this is what life was like. You had this traumatic experience. You had people living in shacks in the shit, but then they still had to go to work and they still had to work. From this class separation, mm-hmm. from middle class, which that house wasn't even that great, they weren't that rich, from the poor, there is no, there's no, like we have here, Where middle class kind of blends into lower class, sometimes can can reach up to higher class. It was so stark and so black and white Mm. and mundane. And I thought the acting was so natural, like Vigo's performance. The acting was like, I felt like I was watching, like I was peeking in. Real people. Yeah. And the sweeping shots, and that it wasn't. Anyway, I, I could go on and on about that, but and that's what I. When she goes looking talk, for the guy,
1: and he, where, and he's playing. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, and, and things so you're mean like,
0: to her. why is that scene there? Like, why did she do that? Oh, yeah. And then at the end, the scene with the beach, and it was such oh. a metaphor. Oh god, it was so beautiful. I thought it was a beautiful film. Will I watch it for a second time? No.
3: Look, it's great that it's great that they're making films like this now that are opening up mm-hmm. different uh, visions, different perspectives mm-hmm. on life, and stuff that none of us, you know, too too, too woke. Us right isn't that the the, the thing that yeah. the, all the kids are saying stay to make us woke, woke? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like you're I'll, in I'll, with I'll, the kids like, yeah, I mean, all, the ki- all the kids yes. um, tell that to Luke Perry are you woke Luke Perry <laughs> Luke are you woke um but no I mean it's good that they're um, doing this now but yeah. <laughs> but I mean at the end of the day with awards like that's awesome I'm just saying what what's a better movie like what it's about the movie I don't think it's about the message I think Roma's got a great message. I think Green Book's got, obviously, I, I think Green Book is a wonderful message. I've been talking about it for five months on, you know, interviews and stuff. But I just, I mean, I'm, I'm t- and, and forget and, Green Book, go on.
4: And I, didn't, I didn't see what the black and white added. I mean, I know it's supposed to be, because when I think of the 70s, that's why it didn't feel like the 70s to me. The yeah, I mean, the 70s were are all colorful, color. right? Yeah. All about color.
0: But what I think that they were trying Especially to is, is how Mexico. drab life was. There was no color well, to I, their lives. There was no excitement. There was nothing to look forward to. There was no. There was no little
1: joys for them to to yeah. experience. Yeah. Okay. But I saw the color in the black and white. For me.
3: Well, I, well I, some he, some he got a cinematography knife. Actually, right? apparently
4: it was shot yeah. in color, right? And they they graded. Oh, I didn't. know oh, yeah. really. I, I did, took I it did. out. Yeah. I just
3: read about it, and okay. it was shot in. Color. Well, it's almost easier to do that now, right? I mean, all the cameras are. I mean, I don't know what he
4: shot it on. It he like, can do it know, on phase two. You know, that was like, uh, going back to Green Book, that was a great thing, especially on that budget, to make it look that The great. colors in that were so Sean Porter Sean, Sean Porter, Sean Porter. Oh period is movies are so beautiful. Not, I, I, I said this not coming a minute walking out, it, out, I was like, it,
0: it was looks, a period film without looking like a period yeah. film. It wasn't like everything's glossy and like everything's way in your face.
4: It was so subtle in each of the little... But it Sean feels Porter, to he's amazing. It feels to me like the right time period. Yeah, yeah.
0: Even the body types and, and the way that the suits fit. Uh, With the color of the car, everything. Everything. Because so yeah. it was a rented Cadillac was, was, so was the new co- Oh, yeah. God. Yes. Oh, yeah, I could go really on and on. Um, real fast. Uh, but uh, uh, d- a few real fast comments. Um, but to your point, it's like, remember when Best Picture was like Best Picture? Mm. I'm talking about the color purple, Schindler's List. Of course, I just named two Spielberg films. But pictures that like had some weight to it. Right. I feel that we're weightless this award season. As much as I love Green Book, mm, um, it, it was a great film, and every film should be great,
1: you know? Uh, Do you like that they have the big category with that many in it? No, I don't not, either. not I at thought, all. Make it five. What is this, seven, eight? What is that? And I
0: know yeah. uh, Black Panther, and I, I, I've gotten so many hate emails about this, <laughs> and I go on record, <laughs> I'm not racist. Hello! Um Hello! Uh, I, I don't think Black Panther belongs anywhere near Best Picture. I thought the script was poor. I thought the acting was poor. Um, but media decided that this should be talked about and be Best Picture, and so everybody had to jump on the bandwagon, or else you were seen as racist or uh, as am I the only? <laughs> I, I like you in? know
3: what I like the I like the comic book movies. So I have because maybe it's because I have a kid.
4: <sighs> I mean, at the end of the day, what what is Best Picture? Do they have to be weighty? I don't know. I mean, if, if, they, if they deliver what they set out to do, then they're a good movie to me.
1: And this is the best picture that it speaks to our time today. And so well, it It's certainly like, well,
4: not, the best. Here's the thing. But that script was awful, by the
3: way. Comic book movies are, have made I this t- love
1: comic book movies, so... But I, they've made I'm the, the town a too
3: the too town lot of money. I'm saying, though, they've made the town a lot of money. They've been much. around now. They're kind of a normal thing. And let's be honest, this is... I mean, look, even though I'm a little partial to Guardians of the Galaxy as far as comic book movies go... This is probably the best comic book movie of all time, so maybe it was time to embrace them and let them into the category. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, by the way. I don't
1: think it's well, one of the best pictures of the Well, also, you were just here. seeing a whole new world that you'd never seen in a comic book. You know, book, the,
4: that was- totally different thing, but one category I always find very difficult is adapted screenplay. Because I think you can only really tell if it's that category if you know the source material. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, You know, because it's not best screenplay, it's best adapted. So, like, for example, when I read Crazy Rich Asians, Mm -hmm. and then I saw the movie, I thought... Should we talk about that film? They really adapted the source material. Let's not get in trouble with that. That's a safe... No, they they took the source material and adapted it really well and made it actually better than the novel was.
0: Oh, I hate to read that novel. I didn't know there was a a novel. I thought it was a graphic novel.
1: But... There were so many tones you know, in that let- movie. Everyone was acting in a different tone to me.
0: <laughs> it was so uncohesive, and again, yeah. the script was a big problem to me. It, it just—I did not enjoy because I was you ready to enjoy it, enjoy it and I love it. And but again, if you say you hate it, and this is this is like almost like the reverse witch hunt in Hollywood. Uh, you know, if you say you hate something that's culturally being put on the pedestal, then you're seen a certain mm-hmm. way and you're put in a box. It's like no, I'm talking about it like a film because it's a film and it should be talked about from writing. Acting, directing, cinematography. But why
1: didn't you like it? What specifically? I thought yeah.
0: the script was bad. It wasn't funny. The acting was horrible. Like you said,
1: everybody was on a different. It was, you know, the
3: well. I will say the movie overall was not funny, but
1: Aquafina is. Oh my hilarious. god! Oh. so fantastic. she's, she's but That was a different tone than everybody they almost else. Just in give the her world. her I, own movie. I, I want well, they had to have yeah. something
3: funny, and it was supposed to be a rom com, right? Somebody to had watch. to bring the com yeah, to the rom. She was
1: fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She needs she, her, she her own she TV the, show. Yes.
0: Um, You guys, uh, the Let's show keep has going, going and going, going. I know because I could talk about it with you guys because we all have different opinions, but we all have reasons for it. It's not like I hated it and boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Be- Beale, Beale Street, Beale,
1: Beale Street. Huh?
0: Uh, I didn't see it. Okay. I did see.
1: It. You did. I did yeah. Andreas you has think? seen
0: everything. Literally, he sees everything. How do you get invited I to all it these was beautiful?
1: Screenings? Beautiful. Uh,
4: if I want, yeah. s- one thing is do it. Do it. I wish. You know,
1: yeah, it was a some scenes,
4: you yeah. we were like, okay, cut. We, we cast, got it, cast. we got it, we got it, yeah, yeah. Um, but it looked beautiful That scene beautiful. in the apartment, Acting when they tell is him great.
1: about the baby, that was a great scene. Yeah. There were some great scenes. It is, I mean. But, it, yeah. yeah.
0: I have to see it. Uh, what films coming up are you guys most excited about? Uh,
4: I can tell you what I'm not excited Green about. Book oh. <laughs> Green Shit Book 2. Green Book, that's yeah. the second card. The, blue the book. other <laughs> blue car <book>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the good stuff. You know, we have to wait till the end of the year. But now it's the time of more superhero movies. And
1: yeah, we're
3: going into summer. B-
4: bastardizations of Disney classics. <laughs> oh. well, would
1: you pick one that you would
4: want to do? I mean, my, A friend of mine, you know, have you seen the teaser for Dumbo? I oh, have seen three different right. trailers. I've heard. And she, she said the color palette is, is elephant shit. <laughs> it really is. It is. Somebody put well, the wrong like, filter on it. Especially Dumb- Dumbo is the simplest, most colorful of the Disney features. The eyes. Remember and the now eyes it's and the like cartoon? some horror movie. It is. Huh. Okay, enough said. Okay. But
0: I think live action is like... <laughs> You know, and I, I understand Hollywood needs to make money, but that's all it's about. So let's churn out these superhero films as fast as we can. Yeah. Who cares about the script? Put it out there. Put it out there. We got the names.
3: It'll take care of itself. Well, no, but we saw that that see- backfired with the DC universe. We saw that that... Well, I mean, I know they make well, Aquaman, money, but like, they're, they're not... I don't know why that made money. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen it, so...
0: I'm sure it it's It was terrible. a fun <laughs> film. I actually enjoyed it because it was a fun film to watch. It didn't make it? any sense. Acting was horrible. Nicole Kidman, what the hell?
4: <laughs> I liked how she got older. She only got gray hair, but she still didn't have Wait, Andreas, any wrinkles. So I'm not going to give anything away,
0: Mike. But sure. I love at the end she shows up in a ball gown. I was like, "Did you have been away for how many years? Where was that like in your back pocket?" People are fighting a war, and she's like, "Let me get dressed in my fight." <laughs> Let me ball tell you, gown. I would not be mad. I would not be
3: mad if you if you spoiled Aquaman. My 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 twin oh, brother. Was spoiled when they sp- cast it. Yeah, he spoiled a million dollar baby for me. He was like, "Yeah." Oh, that's a bad spoiler. He was like, "Yeah, she's dead." I'm like, really? Why would uh you do that to me? So
2: I never actually finished it.
1: You guys, I could literally talk about
3: movies all (laughs) the time. Mr. Rogers,
1: how did that not get nominated? Did you see
2: that? Oh, yeah, yeah, the the, for documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought
1: you meant like Tom Hanks. Has that come out yet? No, no. 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 RBG? Is that gonna win?
3: On the basis of sex, why wasn't, you know, I mean, that's another one that people were like, why wasn't that nominated? I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't don't know. (laughs) You know, but
0: here's the thing, is like you just don't know. You don't know what's gonna be a big hit. No, you don't. You don't. You you just <sighs> even well,
4: even with Mary Poppins, I thought it would, would be a bigger hit than I actually. thought it was going to be.
0: It was going to sweep the Oscars. I thought everything. Okay. But
4: then I talked to so many people, even friends, and I'm like, have you seen it yet? Oh no, I didn't get around yet. Like, I what, thought for sure. The fuck are you
3: waiting you for? Because you think it's a kids' film, so yeah. maybe that's. Uh, fine. I but thought for sure it would get. I just I can't believe it didn't get nominated.
0: Well, I have my issues with it, but. Regardless, in my opinion, I am surprised. Though. I think because of all the marketing buzz that it would have been up there.
4: That's what I thought. Yeah. And yeah. Bette
0: Midler's
3: going to sing? Yeah, she is. Yeah, Queen's going to perform. I'm excited. So I've here's never the thing. Seen, well, with, offered, with, Adam with Adam Lambert. Lambert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They
0: yeah. offered Queen to open the Oscars, and then they said no, and then they just what? changed their mind two days ago to perform. I'm
3: so pumped, they're man. Gonna I'm really, I'm, I've never seen
1: Queen, so I'm they're really excited. Printed, right.
0: yeah. I like Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: And how do you feel about them changing the ending? You know that he didn't have AIDS at the at the Live Aid concert. You know that. Oh, I do know that. But the 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 community was not having it. That would have been the biggest
0: uh, stupid thing they 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 could do. Bohemian Rhapsody was such a paint by numbers film. You have your your, but you have like your bookshelf like flashback, and then you have um, you know.
1: Star is Born? Did you like that? <laughs> Ooh no. Eesh, yeah. Oh my it's god, bad. a star is
4: born. Uh, star, okay, you guys stars born. That yeah. is one I don't get. Beef. Yeah. It's yeah. Much yeah. When for they dinner. sing
3: together. Yeah. That's pretty
1: special.
4: Well yeah. yeah. But when well, they're
3: gonna perform, so that'll be
4: To me the the first half is good, the second half totally sucks. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, why do it again? Unless why? you're gonna
1: tell a new story about There's the music. No I thing. was excited now. though, right? yeah. but
0: like you said, the first half I was excited because I was like, this is a new yeah. telling, yeah. Yeah. and I was really so enjoying it, yeah. and then it just was like, mm, yeah. let's finish yeah. this <laughs> up. <laughs> okay. okay you guys, so we have to finish up. <laughs> Kurt has to go home to his wife because he can actually sleep in the bed, not on the sofa, <laughs> <laughs> My cat. Uh We do rep, because rep he has to sleep on the sofa. I,
3: I've actually, I've, I've never slept on the sofa, but I have started on the sofa, oh. but I never finished on okay. the sofa.
0: Remember he said that...
3: Yeah, I did, cool. yeah. I did. I did start on the sofa. <laughs>
0: okay. It's not me. I'm not
1: crazy. <laughs> he did. It's a callback.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, so we end the show with rapid fire. You give our, our uh, uh, viewers and listeners your, your call signs. Except, Andreas, you are, you are not on social media. I right? know, Aren't you the smart oh, yeah, one? Aren't no, you the genius? Do it, <laughs> do it, <laughs> do it. Say. Who wants to go first? I'm Andreas, okay.
3: Anything. No, but it's fine. Andreas uh, is really smart.
0: He's super smart. He intimidates me on Facebook because I'll say something he'll be like, actually, I'll be like, oh God. No,
1: no. What are we
0: doing? (laughs) Uh, Andreas, animated character that we haven't seen in a while that you'd love to bring back.
4: Oh, good question. Time's up. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I think it's time for a Roger Rabbit sequel. Oh, oh my God, I love Roger, Roger Rabbit! Yes, I yes, mean I'm yes. really good right. friends with Joanna Cassidy. Yeah. She would
1: be perfect. for it. that's a good yeah, I love it. They must have taught. I you going for the voice. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, no, it's really it's good. good. It's, uh, I don't think I don't he's dead. Think he's Wait, no, who did that? ML any? Blank?
3: Who did that? Who did no, 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 no.
0: Uh, Roger was, his name was Charles Whatever. He's actually Oh, Roger. no, he's still Fleischer. the voice of Mickey Mouse. Fleischer. Fleischer. Charles no, no. Right? No, 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 who's the. Fleischer. 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 Yeah, he's kind of. He's yeah. I need yeah. a new
3: <laughs> voiceover agent. <but laughs> yeah,
0: it's me! He's gotten a little odd in his years. Andreas, a guilty pleasure movie, since we know that you love, you know, quality cinema, a film that you told us that you love that we'd be like, what?
4: Oh, Steve is?: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> see that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Endlessly quotable. That, that
0: Andres, a character that you have worked on that you would love to hang out with in real life.
4: Uh, Hercules? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, yeah. I would have went Hades,
3: yeah. man, if yeah. I were you.
2: I didn't animate him. So. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: okay. A character that you have worked on that most resembles you in terms of personality. Oh,
4: Carla. Hercules.
0: Really, Kahlo. Uh, most embarrassing song on your playlist?
4: Uh, probably something German. Oh, um. du, du
0: hast. Du <laughs> hast du hast from Nipply. Or, some, <laughs> some, <outside>. or something <laughs> from Eurovision. <laughs> okay, okay. Andreas, where can people find you?
4: They can't. Yeah, okay, nice. Call your agent. Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you married? I'm not on Grinder. Uh, yes. <laughs>
0: All right, you guys, um, but, uh, but Google Andreas uh, <laughs> Wessel Therrenhorn. Look at his work. It's, it's truly remarkable. Andreas uh, is bringing us new projects with Curious George uh, by DreamWorks. and uh, My kids love
3: Curious George. Like, okay. I was raised on Curious George.
0: Thank you, Andreas. Who's <laughs> next?
3: Go. Okay. I, never, I rarely volunteer, but I'll yeah. jump in one time. Mike,
0: uh, mm-hmm. if you could interview, as a reporter, anyone from the past, who would it be?
3: Uh, John F. Kennedy. Oh, interesting. I don't know why I
0: went there, but I went if there. you had to drive a current celebrity across across country today, <clears throat> who would it be?
3: Lady Gaga. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Because I would. She'd try be like, to "Are you looking her. at me?" I'd be like, "Honey, I, I'm driving Lady Gaga across country. I'm gonna try to seduce her. I think she'd be okay with it."
0: Well, she's single now. You heard she yeah. broke up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, who's
3: she with? I don't even know. See, don't even know.
0: She just broke up. She's not with anybody. Well, but
3: who she's, was she with?
0: She, uh, her ego. Um, <laughs> <laughs> needs another house for that Uh, something you could uh, something that you would tell yourself as a reporter just starting out all those many years ago in Indiana
3: stop reporting get into acting (laughs)
0: Mm, interesting Uh, if you had an unlimited budget to make a film what what film would it be
3: Buck Rogers in the 21st century and I say Mm. in the 21st century because I loved that show yeah yeah so it's got to be, but but and, and Buck Rogers is like every writer listening to this show might just say, "Oh my god, really? I think most know it though." It's 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 like free IP now, like that's over hundred years old, not not the twenty first century part of it, but Buck yeah, Rogers. Right. So yeah. Flash Gordon also like all in the public domain, like and that's another one. Like why haven't they redone Flash Gordon? I think that's okay to to redo at this point. I know, right? We should yeah. figure out. I know with all, all the line, animation, I mean, wait, do we've do got it. the team right here yeah. to do it, right? But I mean, Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers. Those are movies that I remember as a kid, especially like Queen's soundtrack, like bring that, bring that, it's right. okay, use that. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, God, great movies. And Flash means like shows. a
0: Latino yeah. husky sidekick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, where can our viewers and listeners find you?
3: At the Mike Hatton. H-A-T-T-O-N, M-I-K-E-H-A-T-T-O-N. The vodka's talking now. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you guys, uh, <laughs> watch Green Book uh, before the Oscars. Are you going to the Oscars?
3: I am. I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm so excited. Who are I'm, you wearing? I'm actually wearing Michael Costello.
0: Are you really? Wait, yeah. he's hey. for my people.
3: Yeah, he yes, and he Beyonce. Is. And so, so I am. Are you
0: wearing
3: uh, a Beyonce? Guy? I am. I'll die. Right. So, my, my my jacket will be Michael Costello. My my skirt will be Beyonce's. No. <laughs> I would love for you um, <laughs> to have like a, a green like is. gown, yeah. and it's like the
0: green book, and you open up. Yeah, the it's red been, red oh, that the interior is
3: green. No, I'm wearing Michael Costello. I'm really excited about it because Michael and I are both. We we knew each other before Aww. we worked. I mean, I was oh, I yeah. I so he that. Michael had a place on Palm Canyon in Palm Springs. I would always go in. I was selling airtime at the time, and it's like you need to advertise. And He'd be like, "I don't need to advertise," and he was right. He didn't, and then of course he blew up, and he's a big deal. And I'm just grateful that he's even putting me in his threads.
0: I'm so glad you're bringing him on the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk to him. I'll ask him. Maybe Uh, we've sent him many requests. He's like, he's so. I mean, tell him I'm (laughs) on Amazon Prime. (laughs) Uh, Mike, what what a pleasure. Uh, You guys, like, this is such a great conversation. Stan. You're uh, next. Oh, no. <laughs> if you could have directed any of the best picture-nominated films, which one would you have wanted to direct?
1: Oh, my God. Uh, um, Green Book. Hey!
2: Oh, yeah. All right.
1: But I don't know if I could do a better job. It was so... Everything was so perfect about it. Yeah, I love
0: it. Uh, we know that you're from TV. What is your guilty pleasure TV show that you're watching now that you're like, oh, God, I hope nobody knows I'm watching
1: this. Uh, uh, Morning Joe. I don't even know what that is. Uh, and then miss NBC at three in the morning. Yes, I do wake up. <laughs> I was about to say, is that a
3: news program? A it news sounds program. like I'm a news so program. I'm just so
1: nervous that the world is going to end and, and that idiot is going to do something. But I'm like, what's <laughs> happening? Oi, what's yeah, happening? I that's My also finger's
2: a- on the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's also his Grinder profile name is Morning Joe. <laughs> yeah,
0: <there> you, <laughs> you are writing sc- us? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> Bloop. Yeah. Um, Stan, you are writing a script for B. Arthur today.
1: Oh. oh. What would the show be about? Uh, I probably would do another female ensemble. Or maybe oh. put her with like a group of gay men. How about that? Oh. Put her with Silver Foxes.
2: Oh, interesting. I would do...
1: Uh, yes, put the... Well, originally Silver Foxes, I wanted to set actually in the home of... That they were in, in yeah. Golden Girls?
0: Oh, that they had rented it after? That's what I thought. I oh, said, that's even if you're In the show? That's even, great. Even yeah. if you
1: didn't, I said, let's not even say anything. It just used the same floor plan. Yeah. And, oh, we uh, would clock it in two seconds. Been, yes, but wouldn't that have been really cool? I want you to
0: bring back the gay uh, co-
1: Coco that was cut after the pilot. <clears throat> that would be a funny one-man show for you. No, seriously, wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> what? Like, what happened to Coco? That would be really funny. <laughs> this is what happened to Coco. <laughs> we could take that all over the United States. Okay, let's do it. Let's honestly Seriously. do it. It'll be, be... going to Provincetown or Hoboth, Everywhere.
2: <laughs> oh. Palm Springs. i okay. go. Yeah, hey. that's, that's funny. They love me in Palm Springs. It'll be I'm the there.
1: next Sorted Lives.
3: There you yes. go. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but good. Um, oh, boy.
1: oh you just said that you. out loud. Yeah. Stan, you are writing
0: a speech for Donald what's Trump. The, what does the oh first oh sentence oh. say? What, what's the first sentence that you're writing for his speech?
1: Uh, uh, I wouldn't. I w- I can't. I don't want any more words out of that man. That person. I guy. got one but for
3: you. It's huge. No, and we're not talking about anything. I, it I is. don't. I don't want to
1: hear another word. Every word is a lie. Every word is. I mean, he, but we're not political here. So no, thank but, you so but there's much. something his family needs to do. Like when I took my car away from my mother, you need to take the, <laughs> car away. Take the country away. The, his, I blame his children. They know what's going on with him physically and mentally it's not fair to the rest of the country and the world. Yeah, no, anyway, it isn't. Okay, there you go. Oh, God. Him, All right, you guys. You just uh, lost <laughs> sponsors, didn't you? I'll just keep doing impressions. I stay okay, out okay. of it. But yeah, I'll yeah. do it oh, in <laughs> uh,
0: Give our viewers, listeners, <laughs> where, 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 where dot com,
1: And please come to the last three shows of uh, A Diary of Van Frank, brownpapertickets.com, uh, Friday and Saturday at 8 and Sunday at 3, and then oh. hopefully we'll come to your communities.
0: And I'm going to be there Sunday. Is there like an after party with Fred Wine? You know me,
1: I have after parties. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to be there. Uh, You
0: guys, so we have to end the show. Uh, Check me out on Glitter Bomb, my new national TV talk show, currently broadcasting over 22 million homes, covered in People Magazine, listed as one of the new must-watch shows on New Now Next, featuring me and my co-host, just pay attention to me, uh, (laughs) where we talk about favorite stars from film, TV, music, reality TV. Tune in every Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, all you do is search glitter bomb because we're on a different channel in in every different city. Um, also, we're on Facebook Watch, so you don't have any excuse uh, to not watch us. A big thank you for my guests for today. This has been such a great conversation. You guys, we could literally start a new podcast Mm-mm, from this. Uh, thank you, Kurt, our engineer.
2: Yay. My guest
0: co-host, of course, Stan Zimmerman. Go see Diary Van Frank, like we said. Mama Rose in the chat room. Uh, I wonder how many Christian uh, stepdaddies I have right now. Uh, our sponsors, <laughs> Vista Grande Resort and Bear Apparel. And to you, our loyal listeners, thank you so much. Share us, tweet us, DM us. Coming up on The Rocks, we have JC from Big Brother, mm. if you watch Big Brother, and John Sessa from uh, uh, Bravo TV's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. He runs Vanderpump Dogs. He's coming in. Um, as well as we have Star Trek Discovery's Wilson Cruz is coming in. Oh, did you get really excited about <laughs> that? Dogs? Oh.
3: Vanderpump Dogs. I'm like, wait. Uh, oh. wait We're real?
0: not talking about her co-stars uh, real? real Housewives. <laughs>
2: Show
3: about Vanderbum Dogs? It's an organization that
0: helps dogs in need. Oh, I thought you meant like thanks, Mike for caring.
2: I'm
0: sorry. White straight men hated Roma. Hate dogs. <laughs> Let's eat them raw. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next Tuesday. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show tweet me or instagram me at ontherocks on air see you next tuesday